Ayo, it's podcast time. <laughs> Let's do it. That's it. All right, I think we're in. Yeah, we're in. We're ready to rock. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is? Corner of the circle. Uh, it's your boy, Bro Rogan, Mr. L.S. McClain. And I've, got, <laughs> I've got the man. Uh, there is no myth to this dude, but he is he is a legend. He's a he's a legend of the powerlifting game. He's a legend of the the definitely of the podcasting powerlifting game for sure. Uh, if there were um, it's, it's if if there were a, a Rushmore of powerlifting podcasts, um, this dude would be by himself. There really is. There, oh, well, thank you. It's the truth. There there is there is there is none other man. Uh, there there's there's. There can only be one. At the end of the day, I mean, they'll tell you straight up there's going to be one um, in a six-pack lap of that, man. Um, Thank you, Kane, sir. Uh, the, the host of the King of the List podcast, um, the the fingers and the eyes behind the the, the King of the Lifts, everything that is the King of the Lifts. Um, I'll tell you, I mean, we have a, ourselves a world-class power lifter. This man's been a heartthrob on TV. He's been reality TV king. I mean, if, if it can be done, he's done it. There's not a lot of Renaissance men left in the world, man. Um, they stopped making them, you know. They they stopped making them, I believe, in like 1980. <laughs> that it's just been it's just been downhill from there. Um, uh, there's few there's a few like them, often often imitated but never duplicated. Mister Six Pack Labadat, thank you for being a part of this, brother. I appreciate Doug, it. that is the best intro I've ever had in my life. It's a it's it's uh yeah in terms of renaissance man you really do it's funny because we're, we're, we're the same age and um now we're master lifters but we you really do like adapt to the times i'm sure people this generation are gonna have to eventually down the line but oh, yeah. me and you remember before there was social media when we were 20 there mm-hmm. wasn't no social media was man. internet was inter- i was in high school when internet started coming around man yeah you adapt I- I remember you know doing the dial-up internet. I remember, I remember when I remember when Facebook came out, and uh, I was on. I I remember having like you know I remember leaning heavily into MySpace, but then when Facebook came out, um, I remember hopping on it and just having an account and never touching it. Really? And, oh man, yeah. And uh, one of my one of my friends actually, a shout out Fergie. Um, she's one of the first. I think one of the first. 200 300 people to uh get a facebook account and so i don't know if they gave them like i don't know what they did for them but they did something special for all those original facebook um people that got on and i mean fast forward now man like it's it's so weird to think that that little nerd mark zuckerberg owns everything that involves social media anything that's popping on social media the guy has um that's just I don't know, man. Like, but it, it's true. You have to you definitely have to dab with the times. Number one, and then number two, you have to know your lane. You know what I mean? Because like you can't. Yeah. Golly, man, it's can't do it all. You can't do it all. You know what I mean? It's it's easy. It's easy to try to hop on trends. It's easy to try to adapt to them, man. But there's some things like, hey, man, I'm a 40 plus year old man, bro. I can't really just be doing all that. Look, look I I feel you. One one first off, like TikTok <laughs> shit like this. I can't yeah. I, I can't be doing TikTok, man. No. I'll. King Liz is on TikTok, and I'll just repost videos like I repost on Instagram. You sure as sure not going to catch me doing a TikTok dance? Nope. <laughs> thing, I can dance, bro. I can legit. You dance. can dance though. See, I, I, won't, yeah, I, I won't even do. I, I don't even. I can't even do it. Like I, uh, 
I, I had one, then I didn't. Then there's a bunch of, like, I had, like, there was, like, a seven or eight Elizabeth McLean's out there. I was like, I'm, this is not me. I don't, cool, whatever. And then, you know, I was like, you know, I'm going to make one once my, my puppy, uh, once he gets a little older, then I'll have, I'll just have two Frenchies, man. I'll figure, I'll figure something out, you know. Oh, with, little guys. Oh, oh yeah, dude, they're nuts, man. They're absolutely nuts. So, I'll, uh. I'll probably I'll probably make a TikTok, you know, once once the little one gets older. So I mean, because dude, I I mean, little dogs are hilarious, but in bulldogs and like bulldogs alone, they're just they're a funny breed. But little bulldogs are the funniest freaking four-legged creatures, man. They have so much personality, and you know their eyes are super expressive and they're they're super nosy, and they'll do anything for a treat. So I like, get uh, my buddy's got two Frenchies too, and um, I if I crash there. On the couch, man, both Frenchies on my chest, man. They, those things are all over you. They they don't respect your privacy or bubble. Oh, your 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 privacy is now their privacy. That's right. Your business is their business, man. I mean, but I mean, and they're like the most instant loving dogs. Like they don't. <laughs> it, I I don't know, man. And, and I got I got super lucky, man, because like they they both obviously they both snore, but you know they they both can <laughs> breathe fairly well, and so. Because they can breathe really well, and you know they come from good stock, they, uh, you know, they just they're they're nuts, man. So they're just they never stop. Like I, I might have the my older one, I guess he might be the most the most fit Frenchie you'll ever see. Shredded, <laughs> really? He's shredded. He loses weight. He loses weight super super fast. So like he, dude's constantly eating, man. He's just jumps, dude. He jumps like a freaking like like a freaking jackrabbit, bro. He's everywhere. <laughs> and then the little one, he's. He's a little bit fatter, bro. He's but he's he's crazier. So he he messes uh <laughs> bro, he messed his leg up yesterday. Matter of fact. So had to take him to the vet, drop you know, had to drop a couple hundred dollars on Oh him no. Get, yeah, man. I'm like, dude, you about to, <laughs> You're yeah, like, about take to, it easy. Warm man. up before you do your damn thing. Oh, dude, he's uh, go ahead. Talking about your the TikTok, how you said you could dance. Let me let me do a quick confessional here. Um Two moves I want to be able to do in my lifetime, and I think I you, look at I I know the boat is passed. I'm not gonna learn every enough to hit that dance floor and, and make people just fucking. But I've narrowed it down. If I got two moves I could rotate and use, that is enough. And here's the two moves right here. And, and, and you can maybe tell me the two moves that you think would be go tos, whether they're in your arsenal now, arsenal now or they or you want them. It's two of them. Okay. I always wanted to sea walk. Oh yeah, you gotta, man. Because you could vary. Like I've seen, there's variations, but yeah. The, once you know the 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 basic, the you get the if you get the basic, the basic structure of the sea walk down, you can you can do it to, well. You can listen to it to half the half the music that's out there because half the music's West Coast. So I mean, again. I mean, it's that's a good one. You gotta if you have that one in your back pocket, it's, it's never. Listen, if Snoop can do it, Snoop has. Well, Snoop he, can barely. He can barely walk. Bare, here's something I don't. I don't mean like the OG old head one. Like I mean, like you know when dancers do it, I seen dudes do it and they're like, they hop up on their toes yeah. and they're like, they like the real sea walk that dancers do, not the gangsters, not the Crips. Like uh, some of them, some of them might be able to, but I mean, like when a dancer's like. Bet, let me see where I take this. Like when they see walk, um, the movement is fucking like it's dope. It's dope. It's, it's, it's well, dope. I mean, when, in that case, oh man, that's that's a little bit harder. It's tough. Like some of it, 
You got to throw a little. It takes a little more ankle action. A little more right. hopping. Like we're talking like a little bit of Michael Jackson deal where you yeah. get up on your toes. Like like some of the real, the good sea walking yeah. is, is difficult. And here's the other one. This leads me to my other move. <laughs> the moonwalk. You don't know how to moonwalk? For, for really real moonwalk? I don't mean like everyone does a fake moonwalk where you're like, what the shit was that? You're walking backwards. I mean like the slick. Yeah. Slick. Can you do that? Yes. That's oh a, my god. I don't know. This is and this is this is this is dance 101. Anyone that can dance, they will they will they will back this. Anyone that can dance, anyone that listens to this, make sure you DM King Lifts and you let you let you let six pack know. If you can really dance, not I feel bad saying if you can really dance, but if, if you if you consider yourself as a person that can really dance, the moonwalk is one of the first moves you learn. No shit. Out the gate. Absolutely out the gate. There's no dance that honestly at this point. In, in 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 our lifetime, from twenty to twenty first century, dancing is not dancing without Michael Jackson. And people don't necessarily have to know who Michael Jackson is anymore, but they recognize that moonwalk. Dog, and, if they don't know who Michael Jackson is, I'm offended. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you, so at, at this, yeah, at this point, if you don't, yeah, you you you've got to know how to moonwalk. So, and it's not necessarily hard. This, there's, t- there's tutorials like um, I- I'll send you one shit. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, 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 it'll it'll take some time. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know the moonwalk um, before Michael Jackson. He didn't invent it, right. but um, it was like it was a move. But no one had done it and brought it to the mainstream. And right. one day, back in the early '80s, when TV was like four or five channels, so the amount of Americans and, and around the world that watched these channels right. nowadays, if you watch and it's like three million, it's pretty good. Back then. We're talking like 65 million people would watch a channel because there's no other channels. There's there's nothing else. He he was doing a live performance. I believe it was Billie Jean. And for the first time in history, a moonwalk took place on national TV. And the fucking crowd had never seen it. And and this was before internet or anything, obviously. So nobody knows about these things. They went nuts, uh, L.S. The crowd. It was like the. It was the eighty. I know it was in. I knew it was in 80, 85, 86. It was like, it was American Music Awards or Bill. It was one of those. Yeah, I think awards. it's Billie Jean. I think it's even before eighty five, eighty six, maybe even. Um, it's from. Ooh, we got it right here. Billie Bring Jean. Share screen. Share screen. We let's do. Go share screen real quick. Oh, we let's got. Let uh, I'm gonna share. Make sure I share sound too. That's right. So we got here. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Let's let's see it. First ever moonwalk. Oh my gosh! Get through this little old layer. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, son! Motown twenty five. Oh wow. shit, son! A prime Michael Jackson. Look at this fucking, there'll never be another. Yeah, it was at the intro of it. Dog, nobody could sing and dance like Michael Jackson. And like, not before, not not before, not after. Not before, not, you you want to talk, don't give me Justin Timberlake. Don't give me Mars. They're all knockoffs of Michael. There was Michael. It was Michael, before Michael, it was uh, James Brown. Um, and really before that, there's really, there's a few others, but not, not like, not like my Michael changed the game. 
couldn't dance like this. Listen, Michael not only had a voice that you could never replicate, good luck, but uh, yeah, good luck. Have, pack a lunch, you're never gonna get there. No, but not at all. if you look at how he moves, they, they've had like ballet, they've had all these experts who have studied Michael and been like, the guy is, could have done anything with his he body could. in terms of dancing and, and murdered it. He just Nobody. had like a, I mean, I mean, even if you watch him right here, I mean, like he just, when he has, the, the thing people forget about Michael Jackson, man, was like, I mean, in terms of just athleticism, I mean, clearly he was an athlete. I mean, he was, he was just, he was just athletic it's, as hell, but he it, had, he had supreme dexterity. You know what I mean? I mean, anything he could do right, he could also do left. I don't know if people knew that. And at the same time, the guy was a perfectionist with his craft. So that's, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of entertainers now that like Usher. Usher's very much like that. He's 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 one of those you know perfectionists. Very you know very. But very, hey, Michael. But hey, Michael. There's only one Michael. <laughs> hey, Michael. I'm trying to think. It, it's I think it's toward the breakdown where he does the moonwalk. There's a, there's a moment. I'm looking for. There it is. It's here. No, right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's check it. You want to turn this up a little volume it. for the crowd, sir? That was it. That clip, okay. So right there, nobody had ever seen this before on TV. It just passed right there. Yeah, bring it. Right there. I thought he did one more. Uh, doesn't it right here? Running back one more time. We stop the screen here. Let you guys witness history. <laughs> For those people that are just be listening, they're like, man, what are they doing? Like, hey, we listen to Michael Jackson. Yeah, just dig it. Here this it is. This will be monetized. I'll get flagged for this one. <laughs> oh, shit, son. Don't oh, say And then he goes, Let's the, the, the part that people yeah. forget is the dude was an absolute beast with it but i Monster. just I, I never i i never i always had the moonwalk down the part that i always sucked at and i'll openly admit this and anybody that 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 you know that tried their their hand at michael jackson dances they'll admit it um it was always hard to get the spins i sucked at the spins those are the type of things like you have to either be on a linoleum floor with slick socks and be able to you know hold it hold your center of gravity or you had to have on some church shoes and be able to slide. The only thing is, church shoes. You can push off of the church shoes, but if your heel catches, you're going to die. So that was that was one of the the hardest things, man. But that's that's how at least me and my sister when we were teaching ourselves how to moonwalk. That's the you get on the lowland floor, you get on the slick floor, you put on some socks, and you start pushing, pushing and gliding, pushing and gliding, pushing and gliding. Um, but again, because you know, we grew up in we grew up in the, the breaking era when breakdancing was like legit, legit, you know. So you learn to glide before anything, you know, as far as breakdancing goes. I mean, because you don't necessarily learn the moves, you don't necessarily learn, you know, you learn feet work first with breakdancing. If, if all the breakers out there they'll tell you that. So when you learn feet work, one of the first things you learn is how to glide. And so if you learn how to glide, the first thing they show you is man, dude, this I'm taking myself back back. But Let's the first go. thing that the OGs, they, they'll show you is they show you, you have to learn how to moonwalk. So you have to learn how to push and glide, push and glide. And then you start learning how to, you know, moonwalk to the side or glide as, as, uh, as uh, breakers like use the term. So 
Yeah, man. If you get the if you get the sea walk and you get the moonwalk down, you can literally do that with any music. There's That's no- a wrap, son. Yeah, man. I, 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 listen, if everybody's in a circle, you hop in that and everyone, you know, everyone's doing their little stupid whatever. And, you know, drinking hand, doing the little whatever. And yeah. but you walk into that circle and you fucking listen, I'm not 150 pounds like Michael, and that helps. That uh, bi- okay. dancers are not built like power lifters usually. Oh, not at all. However, however, um, however, you walk into that circle. You break in, you break in a little crip walk first, and people are like, oh damn, is he gang affiliated? And then yeah, get him quick, get him questioning. You get a little more elbow room with the crip walk first, okay? Get a little yeah. elbow room first. Girls like a bad boy, and then you exit that motherfucker with a moonwalk. Like, Dude, no, nobody's walking in that like, circle after that. No, not at all, not at all. But since you know, and it's always in that music selection. You know, so if they give you the right jam, they give you the right banger. It's a wrap. But I mean, again, all of this is going to depend. On if you actually, you know, if you can actually be in public with people, because right now we're all fucking locked down, so yeah. we can't, dude. I don't know. And like, and I guess, you know, I guess that leads me to, you know, my uh, my my first question, man. Like, what what's been up since? What what's been up? What's what's really good? Shit, um, man. you know what? It's been we were kind of talking beforehand. Like a lot. There's not a lot of powerlifting going on, obviously. So it's been it's been tough. Look at usually in terms of king of lists we have competitions competitions coming up and we ramp up our exposure leading into it so whether or not all the different stars training videos leading into it preview shows recap shows you got content like that without you know u.s raw nationals worlds and um you know european championships and without all these big competitions man it's been it's been kind of tough man it's been super duper dry and like i have people to repost but they're not the direct there is no storyline leading into it we do got a little here and there i was grateful for the few we had but when there's a major showdown for instance like if it's if daniela mello is going against amanda lawrence and i'm they're both peaking i'm showing their peaking leading up to so the people's invested interest so that when they clash and then we have preview shows on the podcast yeah so there's there's feeling but right now i could show you the two girls lifting but we're kind of just moving in no direction yeah. like it, it's not the same yeah. it's not quite the same and that that kind of hurt for king of lifts and then for myself my own personal like like training as well um you know when you don't got direction you don't got purpose and you're just kind of going in there training it's a different aspect isn't it? it's different yeah, it it's a it's a game changer i actually i um i just got tired of training for nothing you know what i'm saying like okay yeah. I feel, like i mean i just i i believe i'm, I'm I'm that type of person, and, and you are too. I mean, I think lifters in general were that type, those type of people that we have to. It's nice to to train for something. That's all I did behind training is you're training with a goal in mind. But we hit to a point where when you don't know if there's a meet coming, if you don't know where your next meal is, so to speak, you're just working out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. That's, that's you're not trading. You're working out. That's working exactly out. what it is. You're absolutely <laughs> working out. So like, all right. So so now what? Well, shit. You're you're stuck. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and so well, I started doing like no joke. Even though I knew that these meets were getting canceled, I was like, all right. I'm gonna aim at this meet right here. I'm gonna aim at this local meet right here. I'm gonna aim for this one, so I'll have something to peek for. You know what I mean? And if if it's still there, I'm gonna sign up for it. And it would yeah. be gone, but I'm like, all right, well, you know what? That's cool, whatever. So, like, the only thing that, you know, that that's we really had to look forward to, I mean, at, at least post-Nationals, I was like, all right, well, you know what? After Nats, you know what I mean? We'll go, we'll, you know, 
we'll do the Sheffield. We'll have we'll have a blast at Sheffield, and that got canceled. All right, you know it's all right. You know, did the Arnold? The Arnold was all right, but all right, cool. We got a little momentum, so now we got the summer. We'll, we'll chill out. And then COVID did what COVID did. <laughs> COVID did what COVID's still doing, and yeah. it's just like everything's up in the air. And, and you know, it's such because you know for me it's always fun because you'll do a meet or rather you'll do nationals, and then you get to watch your European homies do their thing. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. like you said, you have an opportunity to kind of see, not necessarily what the competition's doing, um, per se, but you get a chance to kind of see what your friends on the other side of the earth are doing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, they'll send you videos, you'll send them videos back and forth, like, hey, man, that looks good. Like, you, you'll be ready. He goes, yeah, man. You know, I, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I wish I could get citizenship and in Europe somewhere, I man, I'd love to compete at Europeans. Like, yeah, I'd love to be a USAPL member so I could come and compete at Nationals. And, you know, but then you don't get to see any of that. that. All that stuff is gone. So you're like, all right, well, well, cool, then I'll listen, you know. You can always, I, you can always depend on old Six Pack to give you a good old podcast about something that's going on. And when there's nothing going on, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's cool to listen to people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah. then, you know, but to be able to listen, you know, listen to you talk to somebody like, hey, so you got, you know, Raw Nats is coming up, or you know, you you got whatever, uh, whatever meets coming up, and you know, but yeah, I'm excited about it because you know we're looking to do some good stuff. And when that's not there, I'm like, well, shit, what you know? I guess I'll just go along, you know, and just kind of stalk people's pages. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it got yeah. so bad. You'll love this one. I'll, you'll love <laughs> it. Got so bad, I would unfollow people and follow them, follow them back, just so. <laughs> just so that they their their stuff will pop back up on my feed early, because like you can't give if you follow you know obviously if you follow for for so long like the algorithm's like all right peace you're not gonna see it. <laughs> you know what I mean and so you know and I I hate turning on post notifications for everybody because then you have dude of all right now I'm sitting at about just I have about eight or nine people that I have my notifications turned on and it's like all like they're all motivating. And the rest of them are all from shoe accounts. So, like today, <laughs> on Saturdays, on Tuesday afternoons, um, and I believe Thursdays when they do most drops, dude, my my freaking notifications going off. So I'm like, I hate my phone. I hate my watch. So I'm like, you know what? Let me do something. So I'm going online. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, you can unfollow, let it chill for a bit, follow back, and it goes back to the top. You know when they post. I'm like, this is perfect. So I didn't know that. Un- yeah, I, I did on this unfollow follow spree. I do it all the time. I started that probably, oh my god, I want to say about six, seven months ago. And you know what I mean? Like some people don't care. I mean, you got you know 80, 90,000, somebody following, following back, you don't even notice, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, but if there's somebody that has like less than <laughs> yeah, like less than like five thousand, you know, you're gonna notice like ah, oh, this fool unfollow me. So I'll like I'll hey man, by the way, I followed you. There's no beef. I just want to be able to see your content. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of, you know, send them a little friendly message. And some people take that, they take that to heart. You know what I mean? They overanalyze like, it, yeah. Yeah, man, like, nah, bro, I just want, I actually want to see your stuff more. So, yeah, man, but if you if you try, um, those people out there, try it, man. Um, I mean, don't just go on this unfollowing spree, but unfollow a person <laughs> if you like their stuff. Let them know ahead of time. Unfollow them, follow them back, and, it, you know, it'll, it'll push them back up to the top. So you'll be able to get, you'll be able to see the stuff more. Yeah, I've noticed um, like during the COVID time. So we'll all have on guests and we'll just do like a background story is a background story. So mm-hmm. if I had never had you on before, I could just get your background story, had you find powerlifting, et cetera. But then right. it's a whole nother deal when uh, 
you know, you got a competition coming up and we're talking about, you know, but you just got to kind of pivot. But um, it definitely, some people's even, you know, I just posted a lady today on King of Lifts, 78 years old, and she's lifting, competing at world championships. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and I just, I wrote a quick caption basically saying, when you stop having a purpose, right? Like I've noticed with myself initially with COVID, I was, you, you get a little lost. I think we all got a little lost Absolutely. and you're like, if I don't have a purpose and direction, a lot of people in impacts and it can hit you mentally. And this is for like a lot of people, when you get older, you retire, a lot of people pass away very soon after they retire. They don't collect very yep. much checks afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to have, we need a purpose. And this yeah. old lady started powerlifting in her 70s. She's 78 now. It doesn't matter how much weight she's shifting, what she's doing. She has a reason to get up and get after Absolutely. it. She's got nationals. She's got worlds she's going exactly. to. She's, you, you just, you need something. Have a reason to get up. I and think keep like, moving. You know, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. Like, you, there's a point where just getting up and opening up your eyes, man, that's not enough. I mean, like, you know, why am I, you know, what's my why? You know what I mean? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like, why am I getting up? Am I getting up to do something special? Am I just getting up just to exist, you know? I mean, we all, here's a, the, the thing that's really weird is we don't think about it, you know, at least growing up, I never really thought about it until I got older. Like, we all said, you know what would be dope, dude? It would be dope just to get up, you know what I mean? Be able to go to the mailbox, collect a check, baby. And then, you know, if you if you work and 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 you get to a point to where you can retire and you can have that, that little check coming in all the time, like, you essentially that's what you're doing. You're just getting up to collect the check. And People just, it just doesn't work for a lot of people. Like we're, we're, we're social, we're loving, and I mean, naturally we're active just entities. And when you don't have that, if, if any of those are removed, like it's just, it, it throws you off. So, you know, to be able to, you know, honestly, to be able to do something like a podcast, to be able to do something like, you know, talk to somebody on the phone or send somebody a DM or to be able to have that social aspect of life, you know, to be able to have that, that, that helps, that helps get a lot of people, you know, from, from A to B, but you still have C to Z, like, what else am I going to do? You know, like, and to, to not be able to get up, you know, to not be able to, 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 to go somewhere, to not be able to see your loved one. Like, I mean, that's, that that wrecks a lot of people. So I can't imagine being, you know, uh, you know, my sixties and my seventies and, you know, a lot of, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you know, especially with that the, that generation, if you're in your 60s, your 70s, a majority of your friends and, and, and family are gone. So you're you're damn near alone. Yes. And you don't have a why. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like one that's the number one reason why people people pass on because they're ready to pass on. Mike yes. Tyson, Mike Tyson's got a phenomenal podcast, and he talks about how life prepares you for death in a lot of ways mm-hmm. when you're young and you've got everything in front of you and all your friends family your brothers your parents your even grandparents are still around as you get older and older life strips away things so first it strips the youth so it, sports you played etc and then it starts stripping family members older ones and then it'll start coming for ones closer to your age and then it'll come for friends and then it might come for your loved ones. And then like meeting your soulmate, whoever you're with. 
and then your job goes and then you're old and you're almost accepting like, you know what? Easier said than done. There are 25 year olds in lockdown who got depressed and didn't lost direction. Can you imagine being 85? And you just, you're, you, you've lost so much. And whoever's still family and around is like 40 years younger than you. And they're going to come every now and then, but that's not the same. That is when you have to adapt and find your purposes and be like, is that all she wrote? Is that a wrap? Are you ready to go? Are you going to be like this lady who's like, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready no. to live through my grandkids because you can't live through your grandkids. I'm not ready to, I got, I, it's my responsibility to find yeah. out my new whys and yeah, honor man. the people that went before me. Anybody who who ever loved me that went before me, I'm still here. I got, I got to find my new why. Get after it. Let's go. Yeah, man. It's not well, over I mean, yet. No, it's not over yet. Like I've, I've noticed, I mean, in, I mean, studies have been shown, I mean, like, you know, from one extreme to the other, how, you know, you know, you'll have a, you know, the, I guess the control of a, of a test is, you know, if babies are loved or not, you know what I'm saying? And those babies that were shown affection, you know, by nurses, they, you know, they had a higher, a higher rate of survival than those that did it. You know, and then you, you know, you take it to the opposite end of the spectrum, you, you know, you talk about the, you know, the, you know, the older generation, man, and it's, you know, you'll have a couple and, you know, they'll be in their 90s and, you know, the husband will die and within weeks, months, the spouse will die, you know, yeah, and it's just all the time. It, it happens over and over and over. And, and, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it really boils down to, I mean, let's be 100. It's love and affection. When that is removed from anyone's like we're, you know, regardless of what people want to say, I mean, you can you can make it, you know, uh, on a spiritual level, you can make it on a scientific level, then fine. If you want to make it on a spiritual level, then fine. Spiritually, that love is it's it's a, it's it's a part of who we are. You know what I mean? Like it's ingrained in us. You know, what I mean, from the time that we open our eyes, like we need love. We need to give love. We need, you know, we need to be loved. And when that is removed, then you lose such a huge part of your spirit. I mean. It's a major. It's a major part of your spirit. Once it's gone, then I mean, what are you here for? You know, if you want to put it on a scientific level, fine. Then, then love is is it's it's a it's a chemical reaction, a chemical release that we have, and it's it's a it's a stimulus that we're we're used to having. And once that's removed, it's like crack. Dog, it, it's listen. Scientifically speaking and spiritually speaking, it, it's proven that. If you sleep beside somebody else, your body uh -huh. secretes certain chemicals, let you fall Absolutely. asleep easier. It's proven that if you sleep with someone, if you're cuddling or whatever, your body releases these chemicals. What? But why? What is the ghost in the machine? There's no scientific reason why. Like, why is your body? Because it knows the difference between a fucking pillow cuddling and a human. Absolutely. Why? What is it? There's something there and they don't know why. Something. They don't know why, but it just is and that's why in vets or in uh humane societies when they have dog pounds mm -hmm. and they literally when when a dog comes in and this is like the most phenomenal job for a college kid who comes in to work hungover mm -hmm. and they're like ls it's your turn you're going in there and you're cuddling the dog and they go in there and they for 20 minutes lay down with the dog and cuddle with it just so it has that a yeah. it releases the anxiety and they're good with humans so um but can you imagine that's your fucking job is Dude. you go in there they're like ls uh, you're on shift cuddling dogs it's like so i had to do that last night <laughs> i had to do that last night I, I, man, I started on the couch because like my bedroom and everything, all like all all bedrooms are upstairs, and you know the little dude, he you know they're outside playing, and I you know, I was doing my little cardio, playing my Call of Duty, and I just hear what the heck? outside, he's 
freaking holding that arm up, hopping. I mean, and, and you know, he's you know, he's what three months and <laughs> and early the the big one. He's two years, so they just. I mean, he's rough. It is what it is. But you know, they're both rough with each other. So you know, I think oh, he's fine, <laughs> bro. All day just whimper, 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 whimper. So then when it came time to lay down, I was like, all right, I'm gonna lay downstairs. You know, I'll just lay in the couch. You know, because his uh, I have a huge kitchen, so I just you know his his uh his kennel, you know, his crate, everything. They're they're right there in the kitchen, so he could hear me. You know what I mean? So I'm just sitting there chilling. He's yap 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 yap. I'm like, why is he still crying? I mean. He's got all the pain meds he needs. All right, fine, whatever. Uh, so I'll get a pillow. Throw the pillow on the ground. Lay on my side. I'm freezing on this cold floor. And he just hops a little fat ass over there. Just flops <laughs> on the top of me. It's, and this, and he, was, he was out. Slept for, you know, three or four hours. Meanwhile, my back is on fire, man. I'm like, all right, 7.30 can't come quick enough. We got to get him to the vet. And, you know, like, eventually... I'm like, I'm freezing, so I got, you know, I went got a blanket. As soon as I got up to walk off, he starts yapping again. I was like, well, then, you know what? Tripod over here. So he comes over, and, <laughs> you know, tripods into the living room, man. And I lay on the ground, and I'm, I sleep on the hardwood floor for, you know, three or four hours, and, you know, till the uh, till light comes and, you know, take him to the vet, give him, you know, more uh, more meds, man. But, I mean, I get it like that. Like, it, it, it it's it's very, you know, basic at the very basic level, this puppy just wants, he's, obviously he's in pain, but once he was next to me, he just, he shut it up. He's like, I just yeah. want to be next to someone. I just want to feel like, you know, I'm protected. I'm taken care of. I mean, and at the end of the day, dude, that's, that's all we want, you know? And so when, you know, I guess, you know, I guess, I guess pivoting from that to, to present state of where we're at with, with COVID and, and, and where we're at with, you know, you know, you're starting to see not just people obviously dying from, you know, complications of the of 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 covid and and all the you know how it's just just going rampant right now but there there are people that are being completely isolated from their families for an extended amount of, amount of time some people since march of 2020 yeah i still haven't seen their loved ones you know and those people are starting to drop off those people are starting to give up the ghost those people are starting to just like man why why am i here you know i mean it's I mean, everything's in a big vibe, man. So I just, we're just at this point now where, I mean, I think obviously the, the more advanced, I guess you could say the society that we live in becomes, the more we start realizing how basic we really are. You need that interaction. You don't care how much of a loner you swear you are. You know, you need to be around people, no matter how much of a recluse you claim to be, you know, and you need that love in your life, regardless of how hard you think you are. And if any of those things are removed from you, I, you know what? Say what you want to say. You're not gonna make it that much longer. It just no, when is you, what it is. When you start suffering uh, mentally, emotionally, your your health goes down too, and that's Absolutely. a fact too. Look at me. It, with, again, whether you want to do like the spiritual route, scientific route, it's backed by both. Uh, well, I, I worked at the hospital, and they would say, um, like a, a woman's got cancer. Like she's a fighter. She still believes. And then other people, you could see they're broken. You can see mm. the chemo has ravaged their body. Mm -hmm. They're broken, and the doctors are like, they're ready to go. And within days, they go. You could, it, it's a huge, you would be shocked 
what the human will is capable of doing. And you can't explain it. It's the same reason why you sleep beside somebody, the heart rate lowers, and then the serotonin levels go down and, and things mm-hmm. are balancing out. And the same reason why I haven't put anything in your body negative, but I take that away from you and your body all of a sudden can go negative as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's the way it is, man. So you got to be careful. It's not just your mental. No. It'll affect your physical if you're there too damn long. I'm and telling you. You notice a lot of people on social media now, a lot of lifters in the community, um, and these are just people who previously would be posting powerlifting are now posting and usually more women because they're, they're, they don't give a shit. Men, we, our society, we're like, you got to be tough, right? Be tough. But got to be tough. And I'm, I'm a victim of that too myself, a victim of my damn self because I also, so I'm not crazy bad with it, but I also will not be as open as I probably should be. But there, you see girls who were more brave posting and being like, oh, man. I went through some shit. I'm going through oh, yeah. some shit. And, and they're like, whatever. And, and when they say, when they say for anyone who needs to hear this, I know it becomes cliche because people say, begin with that all the time. And people like, this is one of those for anyone who needs to hear posts. But believe me, and people do, right? But I get uh-huh. it. When you read it enough times, it becomes cliche. But it's actually true that when I read things like that, and I don't fucking say things, when I read, I'm like, you know what? I actually do feel a little better seeing yeah. this person that's successful doing the damn thing. And I thought they have everything on the surface, but when they full out come out and say, I had a bit of a rough go, man. And man. Uh, whoever's, whoever's, it actually works. I'm telling, I'm telling anybody who posted those that's listening to this. Yes. Keep doing it. If you're brave enough, you're braver than me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so keep doing it because other people hear it and it does make a difference. Yeah, man. I mean, if it's on your spirit, to share, you know, your testimony, to share your story, to share your feelings with other people. I mean, and again, it might just be one person out there that reads it, man, or it might be one person that reads like, man, I don't want to read this. But I know somebody that may need it. You know what I mean? They might share it. You know, it. somebody out there in this, you know, these billions and billions of people, there's somebody out there that 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 identifies with your story, that identifies with what you've gone through, you know, yeah. and and maybe, maybe they didn't know, like you said, maybe they didn't know that they needed it. You know, I mean, Let's be 100. There's some things that, you know, that we want that we didn't necessarily, you know, we don't necessarily want. There's some things that we need. We definitely didn't know that we needed. So, I mean, I feel like it's, it's especially now, and, and, and again, if anything, if there is a silver lining to, you know, this COVID-19 outbreak and, and, and people being, you know, confined to their homes and, and everything else, you are forced to, if you did it, I don't know what you've been doing. But you're forced to look at yourself. You're forced to look at your situation. You have to re-up, regroup, and figure something else out. At the same time, you got to figure out the type of man and or woman you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I mean, you just I had nothing but time, dude. You have nothing but time. And if you can squander months on months with no end in sight, then there's a fundamental problem with, <laughs> with your, one, with your time management, and two, with your priorities. Because at, if you, if, if, through all of that COVID outbreak, through all of this COVID outbreak, if you have not thought about your loved ones, if you not have, have not thought about like what you can do to make your life better, if you have not thought about what you can do to make yourself as a person better, like, man, what are you doing? Waiting on the stimulus check? Them shits ain't coming? Like, what are you waiting? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what have you been doing? There's, there's the way, the way COVID and every, the way everything went down, man. The way it all was going down, the way it went down, like there is no way that people should not have had an opportunity to better themselves in some form or fashion, either socially, either politically, 
either religiously, um, you know, personally, whatever it is, there were plenty, there were a plethora of opportunities. I mean, so much social injustice, and it just was brought to the forefront. So people, I, I had an opportunity to see it right then and there. And I'm not talking about posting that your black box up or anything like that. Like you had an opportunity, like, dog, let me, wow, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? Podcasts were talking about it. The news was talking about it. Publications were printing about it. Websites were were, were posting about it. There was enough stuff to see like, yo, let's check out these social injustices that are going on. On top of that, political unrest across the globe, dog. Not just in the states, not just in you know in Canada, not just in North America, but you know what I mean. There was I mean, people were going crazy, you know what I mean. And 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 fine, you know what? That's not my thing. I don't get political. That's fine. I just want to lift these weights. I want to make this world team, and I want to go compete for my team in Belarus right now. Oh, word! You want to go to Belarus? Okay, I want you to check out what's going on in Belarus. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world right now, and to turn a blind eye to that and just be like, oh, it's just, you know, I just need to make sure I get this, this, this. Like, man, what are you doing? So, you know, and even for me, like, I mean, I admit, I had some moments, I'm like, bro, this is, this is a lot. There's a lot going on. Like, I just, let me unplug for a second. But then you got to plug back in. And like, one of the first things I was like, bro, what is, bro, what is Ryan doing? Bro, I have not talked to him in a minute. Let me get him, let me, let me, let me, let me touch base real quick. You know, like, because you don't know what your people are doing, you know what I mean? And there's there's a few people out there, I don't, you know, whatever, I mean, I'm not trying to hate on people, and I'm not trying to make people feel less than that. There's a few people, like yourself included, that that I, I just really like knowing what they have going on in their life. I really like knowing that they're okay. I mean, you know, I, 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 I consider myself a fairly social person, but within that, that realm of social interaction, there's a select few people that I'm like, hey man, that's my man right there. I need to make sure he's good. I need to check on him. I just hadn't talked to you in a minute. So like, you know what? This I have to have his attention. You know what? Let's let's get some viewership while we're talking. You know what I mean? Like that's it. Well I mean yeah yeah exactly. Listen, here's a cheat code advice for anybody who in terms of um here's one thing, okay, when you first go into lockdown and um a lot of things like that you for us we'll, we'll keep it for us like powerlifting this is gone. That's gone. A lot of your goals are gone. And then on top of that, oh, by the way, you can't see your family. Let's say you live mm. alone. Let's say you live alone. And now you're working from home. And let's say maybe even you lost your job, shit like that. So for some people, the situation is getting worse and worse and worse. And the worst thing you, what do you do when you're in prison and they want to punish you? They isolate you. Absolutely. There's a reason why they isolate you. It's, it's difficult. Here's a cheat code, some advice to help. If you're dealing with some shit, get tired. What do I mean by that? I mean, here's what I found. I fucking now, with my free time, I'm no longer chilling because um, there's only so much you can do in your day until like you still are going to sit down with your thoughts and say it's too much. Yeah. And um, and if you go through some shit, if, if life brings you some shit Absolutely. and um, ordinarily you'd be with friends or doing something to keep your mind off it. I'm like, I mean, lifting weights, jogging, get so fucking get tired, exhaust, keep it moving and get tired when I hit and put my head on the pillow instead of like worrying about the shit um, that life brought me, but then I don't have people around me anymore. So it's a little difficult to chew on it. Mm-hmm. Be fucking tired enough. And I promise you the angst you feel in your day 
gets brought out when you're jogging, when you're mm-hmm. uh, do some sprints and the, it comes out of your body. That angst comes out of your body. And it, it, when you walk around too much of it still, like when the shit comes, listen, when you first go into lockdown, no shit's come yet, good on you. But life is going to give you something, oh, either really? personal, business, something. Always. And if you're isolated when that comes, and it's coming, if you're isolated when that comes, so that's when you're going to be in trouble. It is hard. It's Just hard. Get ready for that. Me. That's it's it. Hard to that's deal my with advice. Problems isolated. I like that. I never get tired. Get tired, brother. We're gonna, that's gonna I, name, I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna name this podcast. I'm gonna name, the title's gonna be "Get Tired." Get tired. I like that. I, I, it I was it do. was a turning point. It was a turning point for me. And um, so I'd have cocktails on the weekend, just like, what? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm by myself watching the movie. I'll have a couple cocktails. But I'm like, eventually I was like, but then you're tired the next day. Uh, but not like not like working out your energy tired, but just right. tired from. So I'm like, this isn't helping. It's making it worse. I'm trying to stay busy. I'm trying to do things. I'm trying to signal the weekend come. So I'm like, this is what I do on a weekend now instead right. of hanging out. And then I once I turn the corner, and said, I need to start getting busy, like physically. Fuck, man, that shit changed. It changed it's, it's, LS. Yeah. Changed, man. You listen, t- tell me how, what you fit, when you, you start sprinting on the treadmill, you're jogging, and then you start fucking sprinting. And then you jog, and then you sprint, and then you jog. And then do that for an hour and a half, then smash weights, go hit some weights, throw some hundred, few hundred pounds on your back, do or over your chest, whatever the shit you're doing that day. And then by the end of it, when you're done, and it's out of your system, when you lay your head on your pillow, are you tired yet? You feel accomplished. You feel like you did something. That's true too. Here's another thing. You, if you, dog, I'm glad you said that. This sense when I would sit around, it would become a cycle of being down because you're not doing much. And then what are you going to do? If, if, were you drinking the night before? You wake up, you're a little hungover. What are you doing? You feel bad about it. Did you sleep in? Well, it gets dark at five o'clock. Did you miss a good chunk of your day? And now it's nighttime. Dog, don't do it. Don't fall into it. Don't fall into it. That's my advice for any powerlifters who lost a little bit. And they're like, well, missing nationals was tough. Guess what? Life's going to be tougher. Something's going to come, and you won't have your support group that you're used to. And listen, you better be used I, to you better be ready. There's some people that there's some people that that made some stupid gains over the break. And there's some people that didn't get an opportunity to touch it. The way I look at it is like this. I've noticed, I mean, almost every every lifter. That's 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 had a, a point of, of a legendary moment. Um, be it your Eds, your David Ricks, I mean, whoever. Everyone's had that opportunity to take some time off. Bryce Lewis took some time off. Bryce Lewis came back, cutting coming for heads. Yeah, yeah, he did. What, what COVID did was it forced a lot of us to take a break, even if, or you had to be super savvy and figure out a way to to get some type of resistance training in. Either way, it brought out it brought out something. I, as far as the lifter goes, I feel like it brought out some good because there were some of us, myself included, like, "Hey, man, as long as those gym doors are open, I'm going in and I'm going in." You know, and regardless of how my body feels, I'm gonna make it happen. And you know, COVID's like, "Nah, wait, I need you to chill out for at least a month." You know, so that helped. This is the you know, post Arnold. That was the first time in what five years, six years. That I didn't have tendonitis after a meet because I didn't go immediately back. You know what I mean? I'm like because I didn't. There was there was nothing in sight, you know. And I was already, you know, I was already kind of, I was already kind of butt hurt. I'll be 100 with you because I was I was super looking forward to going to Africa, 
you know, and 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 lifting and, and talking trash and just having a good time, chasing a few open records here and there, and just you know having. A, honestly, I just wanted to go to Africa and have a really good time. And then when that was not necessarily Same. taken from me, but like when that was, you know, because again for me, I'm like, oh, we, that's when we're gonna kick it. Um, yeah. and I made my little plans, whatever, and then like when you know when that's taken away from you or when you know it's put on hold, then you're like, all right, well, what what else is there to do? You know, oh, I guess I have to be a human being, and like, like, I, like we had said before we started, rather than you know, going two parts lifting, one part life, I just changed the game. I switched it up, and I went two parts life, one part lifting, and you know, took care of some more business stuff, dived a little bit deeper into you know, you know, my designing and, and just like the artful side, you know, what I mean, and, and really got to love my family a lot more, got to you know, know my people a little bit more, and you know, a lot of my athletes, which is weird, because as COVID hit, I actually started gaining more athletes i'm like well this is opportunity this is a blessing this guy's this is a chance for me to dive into my athletes a little bit more you know what i'm saying to have an opportunity to get to know them better and and really focus on being a better you know it's weird saying that i like being a better leader um than than just being a better lifter because it the, the day's gonna come when i'm not gonna be able to throw that weight on my back or not be able to grip that bar you know what i mean and and be competing at a you know world class level. So when that day you know when that day does come, I don't want to be that that dude that's holding on to it too long. That should have let it go. But rather, I want to be able to to Barry Sanders that shit. Walk away like, hey, it's been real. I'm Jim Browning. You know, I'm Barry Sandering. I whatever it is. But I mean, I want to be able to walk away, not be carried out. You know what I mean? So um, that you know that 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 brings me to wanting to be a better better coach being better on the coaching side, being better in terms of my relation with my people and, you know, growing up the print and, you know, diving into the podcast a little bit more. Like, you know, like we said earlier in the podcast, you have to learn to adapt. Yeah. And, you know, you you roll with, I mean, let's be 100, man. Like, and this is, honestly, I, I, I you know, I, 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 maybe people never really even thought to ask this. This is something I'm going to ask you. Did you ever think, you know what I mean, that, hey, I'm a, you know, because I, well, you, you, King of Lifts, uh, how much you bench, and there's another one, right? Squat was, champs. Squat champs. Yeah. Did you ever think when, when, when all that was going that the King of the Lifts is going to be that one that, like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to be the cream. I mean, because, I mean, because pe- people follow them all and they all put up great stuff, but for some reason, and I'm not going to front, that King of the Lifts, just the way it rolls off the tongue, like, hey, I'm trying to be on that. Everybody wants to be the king. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever think it was going to go from, like, all right, I got, I, I'm going to start these three things, and, you know, we're going to put up this content, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't get some traction. Maybe people will you know, rock with it. Maybe they won't. To, hey, man, we're a few years down the line, but we're almost at, bro, we're almost at a quarter of a million. We're almost yeah. at a quarter of a million. <laughs> Here's, here it is. Look at directly going to the adaptation. I mean, you're, you're right. This is a perfect segue. Let me tell you something from an older cat. Now, um, the number one thing you could do is, is this, this is all falling into line with everything we've already said, but when life is going good, you embrace it because it won't always stay good. And when life is going bad, you hang in there because it's not always going bad. It's not always going to be bad. Now let me explain why with the story it goes directly to King of the Lifts. You like you would say when I came on here and you, you were saying, oh, the Renaissance man, and maybe not everybody knows like previously, um, 
So before social media, when we were talking about Facebook, when around the Facebook era, before Instagram, before TikTok and all that shit, right. um, there was there was Facebook and Facebook wasn't like Instagram. You just know your friends. So it's hard to be Facebook famous because it's just your friends and connections. Absolutely. Around that time, reality TV was big and TV was still, it was, this was before streaming services. And I was on a reality TV show and I was six pack Lapidat and I was the power lifter and we'd, uh, I was a permanent cast member and every episode we were doing like we're traveling around eating foods at restaurants doing like silly like sports trying right. them out and I was trying it as a power lifter and um it was at that point I remember I don't even know if they still do this for TV but when the holidays rolled around somebody from the, one of the shows would be like from all of us at NBC Merry Christmas they just pick someone from one of the random TV shows right. big at the time that was me that year for um city tv and oln and um a couple of networks that had it and it was like i was when canada day our our national holiday i was like the marshal of the parade with thirty thousand people showing up shit was wild i'm just i'm painting you this because yeah. what i'm trying to say is at one point and it was like in newspapers national newspapers international newspapers and stuff and i remember thinking holy fuck this is it like this is fucking wild i was on canada's got talent i was on yeah. america's got talent as a ringer i'm not even american they brought me in knowing who i was saying, just don't say you're American. It was a total shame, but they brought me in just clearly to perform. I was yeah. on the Guinness World Record show in Europe. Like I'm flying around the world with it. Like TV was popping. Right. And I'm thinking, so this is, this is, I'm going somewhere with this because <laughs> it doesn't end like that, but okay, so, but, it, but it's good. I'm, just, I'm building it to bring it down, but, right, right, but right, it's right. okay. Um, so I remember thinking, holy fuck. I was actually on a little tour being paid to show up appearances and stuff. And then, um, I thought like this is, you just have the, all these weird delusions in your head that this is gonna go on forever, right? And you're big and you're whatever. And then, and I, the, the girl I was with at the time, we were like super serious the whole fucking nine. And then I got the call. And this is when, this is before the streaming services got big. And one of the TV producers that got wind was like, you know, we're, TV's dying you got to start thinking of an exit strategy. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I j we just had one season. Now, all these other shit that I'm telling you all happened in like a year, two year. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. Wildfire. So, so, so very condensed, but um, so it was almost over before it started. And when the TV producer pulled me aside and said, what are your plans? Cause you know, this is all going away. Streaming services are coming in TV as you know, it's dying. And I like, didn't know what to expect. My man, Within a couple of weeks of him saying that, the next phone call was the show's canceled. The next phone calls are like, like I had an agent who was booking me for two or six pack Labrador. No, it's like he lost my number or an email. Like I wasn't getting booked anymore, period. Uh, there was no more nothing. And then all of a sudden, and the girl I was with and everything was going on broke up, not because of that, but just, just like I said, period, things happen in life. Like, yeah, life and happened. I, I went from feeling like, like, like I was doing feet, uh, some of these tour things were also getting like national news, international news yeah. coverage, whatever gone. Okay. And it went from, holy shit. It happened so quick up and down. And I was like, what the fuck now? And that wow. is, a, it, I mean, dog, I mean, like, I mean, your whole world, even private yeah. life. Like usually if, if you're. Business life is going good. Private life you might so, not be hot. Yeah, but yeah, like private, you private, have you usually there's a there's a yin to a yang. Like yeah. I, you know what, my my business is suck, but you know I got you know I got my lady got, at home. She's gonna right, console me. Or right, my me and my girl broke up. It's okay though because I'm going to LAX. We gotta my, go. We go on tour. <laughs> see, when they they both were like, nah, we're out. 
So then, so then when that happened, and this is before King Lives Everything, this is like, I'm, it's weird when people know me from one fashion and they probably have no idea I had this other life with Absolutely. media. So then when all that's gone and you're like in the dark end and everything, and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do now? I got the yin and the yang real quick within like a, like that one year was hot, super high, super low. Right. And then all of a sudden things start turning around all over again. And king of the list, squat champs. I started like this is I'm just a media type of focus guy. I right. like creativity, and um, so I started. I'm a power lifter. How can I give back to the community, grow this thing? Right. I had a vision for it. So that's when I started king of the list, squat champs. How much you bench? That's when I joined the IPF media team, and then started being a commentator for world championships. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, let me tell a joke because I'm funny again. People gonna laugh at my jokes all of a sudden again because at one point uh, nobody was laughing. You know, uh, he corny. That dude's corny. Yeah, I I, I get it. But dude, I mean, it, it's but it, you know what, man? Like it's, I mean, it's it's a testament one to the human spirit, two just to the type of person you are. Because most people like, hey, I have my time to shine. It's over with. Now I'm just gonna go in and fade away, and I'm gonna go try to find a little regular nine to five, and that's it. But I mean, but you know, so it is my opinion. You know what I mean? And you agree or disagree, but there's some people that exist on this earth that they they were brought here to shine a little bit brighter. Not that they're better than anybody, not that they bring more to the table than anybody, but there's some people that just naturally shine a little bit brighter. And because they shine a little bit brighter, they can shed light on things that most people wouldn't think to do, i.e. powerlifting. I mean, you shine a little bit brighter, right? And because you do, because you're so charismatic, because you're so knowledgeable, because you've, you know, you've you've made it part of one of your specialties to know about powerlifting, especially our little section of the powerlifting world. Because you shine a little bit brighter, you you shine light on people that otherwise probably wouldn't get an opportunity to have light shown on them, um, especially on the level of they're more than just people that can hoist weight. So, you know, it's it's one thing to go from being in the spotlight to becoming the spotlight for other people. My man, all you've done is you just become full circle. You've literally oh, yeah. become, you know what I mean? And that's yes. that's what it's about. Like, you. Yeah. Let me say one thing on that because, uh, you, okay, you're one hundred percent right. With um, so after the first wave, we'll say, then the second wave came, and here's a little different where where it feels different now. A, I know this isn't going to last. Nothing does. Newsflash. So I appreciate it differently. This can be over 2021 for whatever the shit, like whatever. But I just, or, you know, or it probably isn't going to happen all of a sudden like a TV show that gets canceled. But yeah. like th things change. Instagram's not big anymore. And then I don't adapt to the new platform. Uh, right. if, if it goes TikTok and I'm just like, fuck, I don't know how to do this. But um, whatever it is. So the point is though, I'm okay with that. And I see it coming and it's different this time. A, B, um, and I'll, I just trust if I adapt and I find something, I'm following with passion. I'm not, this, this is what leads into my B. This is a pure passion project. And Absolutely. It isn't the first time around I was six pack lab on a reality TV show. This time around it's King of Lifts. It's not six pack, like six pack lab and King of Lifts, whatever I'm on there, but it's not six pack lab and it's King of Lifts. And it's not about me. It's if I leave tomorrow, 
I fucking helped people say their stories, give them spotlight, get previewed on the page every week or every day, get previewed on the podcast every week, tell the story, get involved. I did something to give back. And if I'm done and the community says, you know what? Yeah, dinosaur, we're going to move on without you. At least you stand on infrastructure. I help build. I can, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And it's a weird I don't know. It almost goes back to what we were talking about before about getting ready for death. I don't want to get morbid here, but for God's sake, everything comes full circle eventually. Absolutely, nothing lasts forever. So it's weird, man. You, I you, think uh, I think part of the the part of that, that one of the coolest parts that make the older generation so wise is at some point the older you get, the more you start, you know, not necessarily becoming comfortable, but you start, you know, becoming more aware and you know. Uh, just knowledgeable in terms of your mortality. You know that yeah. your cycle is coming to an end. Yeah. And rather than fight it, like trying to fight it, kicking and screaming, you don't necessarily accept like roll over and die, but rather you enjoy the moments a lot more. And you think about spreading the knowledge that you wish had been spread to you to as many people as possible so that you do leave this world a better place than you found it. And yeah. I think that's, that's, I think that's part of where you're at in terms of, you know, because you've had, you know, I was trying to think of like, if I die tomorrow, I know that, bro, I had a great ride. Oh, I had a great ride. I've done more in this, this, this first 40, 41, 42 and a half years than most men have had their whole life. I've seen places, I've eaten food, I've seen women, dude, I've done I've done some stuff that I won't even tell my kids. You know what I mean? But I do know this. You know, if it were all to come to an end tomorrow, I'd be cool with it. It would suck. But I can honestly say, you know what, man? I, I rode this thing as close to the wheels falling off as possible, and I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, you know, everybody wants to be a star in some way. Sometimes, I mean, some people, I just want to be a star. I want people to know me. I want to be famous. You know, I've signed an autograph or two. You know what I mean? I've I've stepped in some of the biggest stadiums that exist in America. Like I've, you know, I've I've hung out with some stars. You know, I've been the star. I've, you know what I mean? Like you you, you know, we've done some pretty awesome stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, and definitely stuff that our parents would have never dreamed of. You know, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Parents' goal is for the kids to do better than them. I think in some ways I've I've done better than my parents, and I hope that you know one day my kids do better than me, and and you know, and that cycle continues. But I I feel like that's a huge part. Of, of getting older and get, becoming more, more mature and really acquiring the knowledge and realizing that, you know what, my cycle is going to come to an end. But before I go, let me make sure I feed these baby birds as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's and what makes so, you feel better. It, yeah, makes you feel, it makes you feel better about the transition. When I say death, it's not like it's your own death, but also the death of whatever project you're on, the death Absolutely. of your athletic career, the death of whatever. And what you just said is um, when you're about to leave, if you're leaving and all you did was for yourself, which would have been my first media run, it was like, holy fuck. But now if I, if I leave this time, it's going to be like, it's okay because you've helped so many other people Absolutely. and you could be like, you know what? It feels better. And, um, and, and that's a metaphor, not just for, for, I think as an athlete, you could do it through coaching or do it through mentorships or whatever the fuck, but like for everything, man, that, that's what, I, whatever. This is seemed to be the feedback talk. We get deep, we get deep when I we mean, talk. No, listen, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know what, man, I, I will say this. 
you know, for you know, I mean, I like we, I, I guess we said there, there's a yin to every yang. I mean, for the most part, I, I think we're the type of people that we're always up here, 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 here. But I mean, for every here, 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 there's there's a here, here, here. Has to. We're just yeah, we're in the here, here right now, not because like you know we're just you know we're on some funerals type shit. We're just you know what I mean, like that's just where it goes. I mean, and I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying we're clowns, but a clown takes off his makeup every day. Yeah, a, a clown. You know what I mean? A magician yeah. always puts up his hat every day. Michael Jordan wasn't dunking all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Like entertainers aren't entertaining all the time. At some point, you know what I mean? Like it's time to like you know turn the lights off. You know, and let's just let me be a human being. Let me no, let's be real for a second. We get real because we can be real. And I mean, I mean hell, we have our own podcast, bro. So we can do what we want. Let's be wanted. You know That's what I mean? Right. And <laughs> I mean, nobody's calling us and canceling us like yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, on. I mean, because you made a good point. It's a passion project. You know, you're not doing this because you want the recognition. We're not doing this because we want to get paid. It's not like we're getting this Joe Rogan money coming in. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you're doing this because one, you love the sport, you love people, you love the interaction. And honestly, who else is going to do it? And if they do it, are they gonna do it as well? And if they could do it as well, are they really going to care? It's threefold, man. Like, how much do you care about the sport? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I never – I don't think that I'm like, you know, Mr. IPF, Mr. USAPL, but I do think I'm Mr. People. I love people. And I love to see my people get on. I love to see people do well. You know what I mean? I love I love how the sport can help people. I love how it can affect people. You know what I mean? And I think that's when we click because you're the same way. You want people to shine. You want people to do well, you know, and you just happen to be pretty dope at lifting yourself. So, like, what better person to do the play-by-play? What better person to call, you know, the, the color commentary than a person that's been in the platform, a person that knows what it feels like, yo, when your shoulders hurt, that knows what it feels like when you're going for a PB, you know what I mean, and you're sick or like, hey, man, I had to, man, my taper was trash going into this meet. I don't know how well I'm going to do. Like, you know, all those things and, you know, like, hey, man, I tried to do hook grip a couple times. That shit hurt. Like, I mean, you know what it feels like to have the chalk in your hand. You know what it feels like to have the bar in your back. You know what I mean? And so for 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 someone that knows that feeling and knows what it feels like to be out there, it's one thing for I mean, don't get me wrong, don't don't knock on most people out there, but it is a knock. If <laughs> if you've never been on the international stage, how are you gonna tell me what it feels like to be out staring, staring back at some international judges? You know what I mean? Like if you've never been, you know to an IPF meter, if you've never had, you know, that, those, those IPF eyes on you, how are you going to tell me what it's like when you've never had your country's name on your freaking chest? And, and you're no, in no. Belarus. You were in Belarus when you won the world first. It couldn't be more different than like, where you're from. Yeah. Like, but I'm saying, but, but, but you know what that feels like. You've had to yeah. put that CAN on the chest. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and you, you deal with like, like, like I was saying, you know, when people like, what's the difference? Weights or weights, wherever you're at. No, but like when you won, you had to travel the other side of the freaking world. Make somebody else's backyard. Culturally, everything was different. Time zone, food, everything's different. different. People mitigate how it affects you, man. Then you just haven't had enough experiences. Here's one thing that, uh, like, to snowball off this conversation as well. That's why. Sometimes you'll see somebody going through what it would have been. They have, they've gone up, but they haven't come back down yet once in their life yet. Cause they're young and, and it'll come yeah. with time. But so you almost like want to, you know, prep them a little bit and be like, my man, 
or my lady. Uh, do yeah, stay, exactly. Stay humble because this shit, like however you're treating people on the web or while you're up, that shit is not going to, you're not going to be like that forever. And the dude or the girl that you're giving a cold shoulder to, acting too big for or whatever the shit, that could be the next one. Already. Because you're better Absolutely. off making allies than getting cocky and pushing people away. And mm. if you see those people coming up, now, if I see people coming up and like they could they could be doing something, let me help you and, and, and we'll get there together. Yeah. But it's better off together than me trying to be like, let me try to keep you down so I stay up. That, yeah, it's that, not, that, that not, it's, it's not going to take away from you as a competitor if you help someone. It's not going to take away from you as a human being if you try to lift another person up, especially while you're up there. Because, bro, if, if you haven't seen it over and over and over, you have never seen it at all. Those same people that you ignore, that you acted like you were too good for on the way up, bro, those are the same people that, you know, that were your fans, they dip on you when you're when yeah, you're oh, done. kick you. And when you start sliding and you and you reach back over there, be like, hey man, because they're big now, they're gonna kick you, kick yeah. your hand away and be like, Yeah, man, they want nothing to do with you. And you that's the for me, that's the one thing I will I will always forever be indebted to anybody that's ever supported, anyone that's ever followed. I mean, and you're the same way. Like no matter if I won, no matter if I took L's, I I mean I I've tried to make it a point to try to treat people the same. You know what I mean? And just show they show that love that they show back. I mean, let's be I'm just a regular old dude, bro. I'm a yeah. regular old dude from West Texas. I lift a little way here and there. That's it. I'm nothing. You know what I mean? But to this kid or to this woman, to this man, to this family man, they just show so much love. I mean, I don't know why they see something in me that I don't see. Like, you know what, man? If you if you've taken the time and the energy just to show me any positive vibe at any point in, 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 and I can recognize that and reciprocate that I gotta, you know what I mean? And, and it's weird. Cause when, you know, when I, when I get the dubs, oh, people love it. When I don't get the dubs, people don't even trip. You hmm. know what I mean? And I think, this is probably the weirdest, the weirdest thing, man, and I didn't really understand it because, again, it wasn't. I had, to, I was, I had to talk to Anthony Harris, and I had to talk with David Ricks, and I had to talk with, you know, with, with, uh, with, with, uh, I, hell, even with Ian Bell. You know what I mean? And like, with so many champions that that, that have tons of them on the belt, the coolest thing, man, that that I started realizing talking to these young men and these older men and these these legends, these living legends, is that. You don't necessarily start getting labeled a goat. You don't necessarily get labeled, start getting labeled as champ and all that stuff. It's not when you're winning. It's it's after you're done with all the winning. It's when you're interacting with people. You know what I mean? And like David Ricks, when I met when I met David, when I was kid with David, David hadn't won anything. Like he hadn't been he hadn't been winning. He was actually coming back on his comeback. So I mean, we didn't know what he was gonna do. But I just remember like, oh my god, that's David Ricks. You know what I mean? And you know, I was talking to the champ because you know, but it wasn't. It wasn't the champ because he just he had just won. It was a champ because of you know that body of work that he had put together and all the people and the lives that he had touched. That's what makes you the champ. Muhammad Ali, he won by far. He won, but you know what I mean. And they, they called him champ, but he wasn't champ until after he was done boxing. Till after all the people he touched. Mike Tyson, dude. Mike Tyson. He was Iron Mike when he was knocking people's heads off. You know what yeah. I mean. And then you know once he was you know. Went to prison, came back, went through like all the crap he had to go through, and 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 more so now over the last five, ten years, are we really like, man, that's Mike Tyson? One hundred percent. Since he 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 
you know, it's funny you brought up Mike Tyson. He has totally reinvented himself. Absolutely. He used to be totally like out of control at press yeah. conferences, threatening reporters, and like he would attack people in the street. And like he was a madman, and he could nobody could deal with him on the one on one, and he'd one on one anybody who wanted it. Absolutely. And uh, whether you're a fighter or just like a reporter who got too lippy, and now Mike is like uh money's uh, money don't make you happy violence isn't the way and he's like he's totally he's just he, he's I just different yeah. like and, and the thing is like he adapted to he go had to- you had to adapt and he's adapted yeah. pretty well mind you dude that man's about- living he's living good dude like, he he went from he went from mike like 20 years old the world champion multi-millionaire at 20 he was just fresh out of the teens to He's 53. His last boxing match was the highest pay-per-views of the year. Yes. 53. Now he's got a podcast. He had a cartoon out with him. Yep. He, he had like um he's, he's, he's on uh, he was on uh, all those movies. Out. Yeah. He's got books out. He had a one man he had a one man tour where he's on stage and HBO did a special of it and it was phenomenal. I thought it would be terrible. HBO saw his one man special and said, we got to fucking record this. Put it yep. on HBO, rave reviews from people who, who like obviously showed up to bash it. These are for real reviewers and talk about being able to reinvent yourself and realize I can't be that 20 year old kid. who's like angry and coming at people. He's like, that's what it is, man. It's just adapting, rolling with the punches, going up and down with the waves. And his, I read his autobiography. Talk about up and down with the waves. My man went from a mansion to a fleet of cars to a prison cell with people getting raped in cells beside him. Uh, people get losing their lives and him watching people losing their lives. People killers just, yeah. and like, my man, my man went. And then before he was rich to being in the ghetto and hiding in walls because guys are looking for him to rob him. And like people getting shot, like, he has had so many highs. It, Mike Tyson's like, he is the perfect quintessential guy of highs, <laughs> highs, lows, and adaptation. And now that he's in his 50s, when people like how's the money, or they talk about like a young guy in boxing who's got this money, fame, whatever, he's like, Yeah, none of that is it. I'm telling you right now, you think it, it ain't gonna make you happy like you think it is. And um, he, now he's a family man, dude, dude is a soft white. He's, he's like, I got to be careful. My wife's the boss. She's going to light me up when she hears this. Well, like, I mean, you know, he goes from that. And I'm pretty sure like, what is he? He makes like a million a month. His, his, uh, his marijuana, his marijuana empire. Yeah, it's like yeah, a million yeah. a month. Yeah. Like insane. Like I, I, I'm trying to, I was trying to find that interview that he, uh, uh, that he did, um, you know, when they're walking through his, uh, I think it was when he was living in Vegas, his Vegas apartment. And, uh, you know, they're just kind of walking through and the reporter's like, you know, looking at all the, the belts and stuff. And he's like, you know, anything you're proud of? And Mike's like, it's garbage. It's all garbage. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Good oh, one. yeah, man, but let me have that garbage. I want one of those belts. But yeah, like, I I just feel like, you know, you, you get to a point where you want, you you know that there's more to life than just, you know, the glitz and glamour. There's more to life than just the, the pats on the backs and the, and, the, and the accolades, man. And you start realizing, man, like, this whole time I've been searching for this material shit, and it's been these people, the people in the treasure that I've been, I should have been searching for in the first place. And there's a few of us, are, a few of our number that get that early, that realize that people are, are, are such a, a valued commodity, or they're such a, a valued resource, you know, on, on this planet. And those are the people that end up being our world leaders. Those are the people that end up being the people that make, you know, the that the everlasting impact. Man, it's the community is is really what the value is. The people in the community are really that they're really the currency. They're really what it's about. It's not necessarily the money that you're making, and 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 you know the, 
you know, the the record sales and the numbers, like, you know, when you start realizing it's it's about the people, man, it just it's it's a game changer. And then of course you start treating people far differently, man. Realizing like, you know what, it's cool and everything to get these championships, but dude, the biggest championship you could ever get is some dude walking up like, hey man. Uh, you don't know me, but I follow you. I was wondering, you know, can I get an autograph or can I get a picture with you? Bro, that's bigger than any gold medal you're ever going to win, homie. Because yeah. I do that. You mean that much to that individual that they don't care about anything else that's going on in the world at that particular point in time, just that time that they have with you. Bro, that, like, it took my, my daddy had to break that down to me, man, because I was like, Man, I don't know, Daddy. Man, these little kids. I just wanna, I just wanna go get out of practice. I just wanna go home and go to sleep. He's like, man, if that little kid is walking up to you and asking for an autograph, do you realize there's nothing else in the world that matters more to him? Not eating, not breathing, not drinking, not sleeping, but just getting that picture, and getting an autograph from you. I'm like, <gasps> changed well, everything, Duke. When they leave, that one interaction is gonna stick with them. If it's Absolutely. good or bad. I still remember when I met, like, you know, George Vallow came to my school or whatever. Let me ask you something. Um, I already know what the answer is going to be, but this proves our point. If I could give you, you can only, you have to pick between the two. You could, because I got in a, in a debate on one of the group chats I'm in that money doesn't buy happiness. I think past the point of, of um, necessities being handled so you can right. survive. So you have a roof over your head, you have food. So you're not like, you have shelter and food and you're not going to die, okay? I get right. that. You need money for that. So past that point though, but if I could take you and I could say for the rest of your life, you're going to be in a $50 million mansion and you could put whatever the fuck you want in that mansion. One sec. You have to live in that mansion alone and nobody's ever going to visit you and you can't leave that mansion. So you've created your own prison, but it's got all the amenities and it's fucking stacked to whatever the shit you want. But you will never leave that and no one will ever come visit you. You are isolated inside your prison, but it's the uh, paradise prison. One sec. Or... I'm going to put you in a normal ass condo, but you can have whoever the hell you want in, 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 in that condo with you, dogs, loved ones, family, friends. Um, they come to visit you on whenever the shit, your soulmate, all of it. And you live in a condo, regular no. Joe nine to five. Oh, absolutely. I would be Joe nine to five without a doubt. Without, without a, a doubt. Without a doubt. I it, mean, it, in, in that Joe 95, you could still have passion projects where you get back with your coaching, oh, world yeah. championships, well, whatever. <clears throat> it doesn't mean you, you're well, only 95. Yeah, well, the way you know, the way I look at it is like this. At the end of the day, <laughs> you know, you I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the whole idea that, you know, we we're, 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 we're born alone, we die alone. Not necessarily. I mean, we're born to someone. We're born, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So we're, we're, Nobody's born alone. Who's ever been started yeah, from the ground like a, mean, like, and, a, like a plant? <laughs> And like, you know, and but certainly you can die alone. Yes. That's true. Yes. But man, I think a lot of our our our, our a lot of our life, at least for me, a lot of my life I've I've really de really devoted to like I want to build up enough relationships, have acquired a, uh, enough love and, you know, impact as many people as possible and, and really try to make a difference to where I'm not dying alone. Where I combat that whole idea of dying alone is as is, is much as I can. Like, you know, now, I, and I get you know, I'm going to have loved ones that are they're going to pass before me. I get that. But, you know, there there is no, there, there's no 
blueprint as to how many people you can interact with throughout your daily life. There's no there's no limit to how many people that you can you can love on, that can show respect to, man. I mean, and I mean, and it's it's it happens on a daily basis, man. There's 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 older people, there's people that that literally have no family left, mm-hmm. but they've impacted enough people, they've they've talked to enough people, they've been around enough people that people will come to their funeral that never really knew them, knew them, but they just knew that they were a good person. Man, if I'm that good of a person, you know what I mean, and I've impacted that many people from, from the time that I've opened my eyes to the time I close them for the last moment, I'm cool with that. Because, you know, I mean, because that speaks to the type of person you are, a complete stranger that does not really, really know you, but they just know that you're a good ter- person. Like, I'll go to your funeral, man, just because I feel like you deserve that type of respect. I mean, I'm working towards that, man. I mean, every every day. You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily, it's not in the forefront of my brain, but it's definitely in the back of my mind. Like, hey, you know what, man? You know, will this person care enough about me to be my friend or if I were to die tomorrow? You know what I'm well, saying? At the very least, when you're making decisions, you're you're asking yourself, what am I doing? What decision am I making? Yeah, man. What's the, what's the factors here? Yeah, man. It's like this, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, there's all, man, it's, we could honestly, we could we could do this all night, all day. Um, oh, but I do want to talk about I do want to talk about this fight because the oh, fight man, is all right, all right, all right. Let's the fight do it. the fight is tonight, man. Um, it is the thing when this when this plays, we're either gonna look silly or smart because it'll already have happened. So that's why this yes. is like ah, shit. This is yeah. So I mean, and so for for you guys that don't know, uh, oh man, McGregor is. I mean, is this c- considered his? A comeback fight, or is this just this is just another fight in the chapter of Conor McGregor? Wait. Oh, here, listen, listen. This is exactly why there's a bigger picture here, and it goes. It couldn't have we couldn't have preempted this any better with the conversation we just had. Talk about a guy who had he was in poverty, he was on welfare, fought his way up the ranks, and was like, I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't do nothing. I'm totally to my craft to make my goal. Hit his goal, became the biggest. MMA star, the biggest star his sport has ever seen, transcends into the mainstream, becomes absolutely monstrously big. And then what happens, LS, he's young, he's rich, he's famous. He is doing drugs. He is drinking. He is doing things outside of marriage and everyone sees. He's tearing his life apart and he comes back and fights. So he's, he's riding the ultimate high, comes back, fights Habib, and by all accounts, was in and out of like doing drugs, doing the same lifestyle, loses, gets supremely humbled. And his coaches were like, we told Connor, don't come back again unless you're going to come back correctly. And there's a falling out where they didn't talk for months. Months. It's going to happen. And then finally uh, he reemerges against Cowboy in his last fight a year ago and was an entirely different Connor, the way he treated Cowboy. Cowboy treated him and everyone's like, what's going on here? And Connor, it's it's a comeback on the level that we're talking where I'm not saying he's going to be an angel from here on out, but Connor at 32 is different than Connor at 25. And um, he's been, I mean, he was, he's been public with some of the bouts he's had in this. Oh yeah. So this is a comeback slash redemption story slash he's saying, I want to make a run only this time it's going to be. I'm 100% in with my head on. This is the second run. This is the run where I'm going to not do all the mistakes I did the first time. And I understand how quickly it can be taken from me. Like Habib took it from him. Even like, even with the, even with like the weigh-in, yeah. that the, they, the weigh-in was like, you know, I mean, 
Granted, he has beat he has beat Poirier before. But it's not the same Poirier. This is six, seven Ooh, years ago. This is Poirier. Yeah. Now, listen, Poirier. Now his Max Holloway, Max Holloway just had a phenomenal fight uh, last weekend. He set records with how many punches he he landed, significant strikes. Max Holloway's man, a Hall of Famer. I felt so good for him, man. Yeah. Like I honestly, dude. Two fights ago, I was like, man, this might be it for him. I'll be honest. I'll and I, I I'm never one to 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 count out a fighter. I mean, because I mean, fighting is one of those things. Like, it's it's it is your it is your fighting spirit first before anything. And I I mean, so I I never count out a fighter, but man, I just I was like, dude, two fights ago, I was like, yeah, this might be it for him. Because I mean, like, the the way he was done in the fight, I mean, I felt like he got robbed, and then like to come back, like you know, before that, before yeah. that, and I'm like, yo, he's gonna come back, he's about to murder, and then he just got dismantled. Here's here's the thing with Max. People some, somewhat forget he had an interview where he seemed almost a little punchy. He was cutting weight, so he was like dehydrated and he wasn't talking like normal. His speech was slurred. People like he, like you were saying, oh my god, doesn't look good. Yeah. Then he fought. He moved up in weight, fought Dustin Poirier for the for an interim title. Poirier and him went to war, but Poirier put it, put it on him. And then Max moved back down, lost, and he was the reigning world champion of weight class down, lost his title there. And then rematch that individual. And yeah, a lot of people thought he won the rematch, but they gave him the loss anyways. Right. So it was, he was looking at, well, fuck me. I lost like two or three, three of my last, however many fights. It wasn't looking great. Okay. It but, wasn't looking it great. Was, the thing is, he's only, lo- he's only lost six fights in his career. Yeah. It's just not like Holloway is like done. You know what I mean? No, no. and um, he's not. No, his last no. performance, far from it. It's just, Ups and downs, bro. It was ups and downs. Like I mean, and I mean, and we're, 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 I mean, while we're speaking on, because like I'm, I, I was, I love just talking and listening. Why? Um, so, um, they had like uh the compliance payout of uh, it was like a little over hundred grand. It was like hundred, hundred forty grand. Um, and that's that's dope. I mean, it's it's a it's a nice little purse. Uh, for who's this? That for the the hallway fight. Um. Okay. Ooh, now like okay, so you're, you know we're talking about the, so he was the 14th fighter in UFC history to record obviously 18 octagon victories. Okay, um, he's uh 17 victories as UFC featherweight. Okay, here we go. Jesus, what? He landed 445 significant strikes. Significant, significant strikes. Okay, the previous high, the previous high was 290. Yeah, this is cool. Holloway Lennon, 445. This man put on a clinic, okay? His 744 significant strike attempts, um, that's a that's a record. So, I mean, if, if you didn't watch the fight, I think there's a few spots where you can, you can rewatch it. But it was pressure. Like, if, if, if ever there were – dude, I'm trying to think of – I can't think of a fight that I've just – just Habib, – Habib puts on pressure. But, yeah. dude, Holloway, from the time – that that bell rang to the time it was over with, dude. He was it was he was pressure personified. So he had yeah. seven seven hundred forty four significant strike attempts. That was a single fight record, of course. In a course I think like- he had a re- I think he had a record for however how many ten eight rounds a ten eight round like it's always a ten nine round. Yeah. So the winner gets ten points, the loser gets nine points. But if it's a really one sided round, they call it a ten eight round. I think he also set a record for how many ten eight rounds he had in a single fight because he was just. So dominant, it was insane. He stopped looking at the guy, turned to yeah. the commentators, and was talking to them while yes. dodging punches and throwing and hitting without looking at the guy. It, it looked like he was in the matrix. He was just—he was. 
honestly, every you know, we had a we had a uh, man. We did we did a we did a King of the List podcast. Man, it it's like two or three of them ago. We've done so many, but we well, we talked about that the the a lifter at or the hero having that last stand, that one last stand, like, you know what? I'm not done yet. That's what it looked like. It looked like, you know what? Don't count me out. I'm not done yet. I got something for you boys. Like I, I was, I was, honestly, it, it was one of the, it was, it, you know, you know how you, you get those fights like, oh, this guy's getting bloodied. This guy's getting murdered. And then you get those like, this may be one of the most entertaining fights. And it's like, there's great fights. And then those entertaining fights, this Holloway fight was a very entertaining fight. I think they, I think it was, um, he he and Qatar they they um I think it was they they combined for <laughs> five hundred and seventy eight significant strikes landed. Yeah, so that's take five hundred and seventy eight significant. That's like that's not a jab, that's a hook. Take five hundred seventy eight of those, man. It's ridiculous what these guys do. And here's the here's the thing. So while we're putting air in Max's Hall Max Holloway's tires, so here's my point. Since Poirier was KO'd by McGregor, mm. Poirier beat Max like, in a five-round war. Exactly. Since the, then, he's fought Eddie Alvarez, who's a world champion, knocked out yep. Eddie Alvarez. Since then, he fought Justin Gaethje, who's an interim world yeah. champion, and, and knocked out man. Justin Gaethje. Yes. These, these are the guys. And since then, Hooker, who's fighting on the undercard, Dan Hooker, he fought yep. Dan Hooker in a fight of the year candidate, possibly fight of the year, no, his own a candidate, but fought him and beat him in a war. Poirier, six years ago, is not Poirier now, and he has destroyed world-class guys. Absolutely. So we just pumped up their tires. So this was a long way in terms of yeah. pumping up who Connor's fighting. Yes. He's fighting. He's the, 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 best the, man the, best. That, the man that he is fighting is he is proven. You, and, you take we listen. We just pulled up Max, and he took Max five rounds and took a, and took a belt. That's why it, I'm telling you, and Poirier. That's why I'm taking Poirier. Uh, I'm taking so he, Poirier, man. Like I mean, wow. You I, know what I mean? You know, it's not that. It, that's not crazy though. Poirier, it's not a crazy. And the thing is, I'm not gonna bet on it. Part of me wanted to like throw a couple of dollars on it, but I'm taking Poirier because I just. I like what he's bringing into the fight. There's no knock on Connor. It's not like oh, I'm counting Connor out. I just like Poirier more. It's just straight up. Like, in, in terms of what he's bringing into the fight, I just, you know, I, I, I guess if there were a, a, a me being like, all right, well, in terms of a 50-50, I got about 60-40 toward Poirier. You know, you know he, like, he's a likable guy because he's a family man. He's a super humble dude. Um, he does, like, massive charity events and stuff yes. like that. He's giving back. Like, he... He uh, is the anti-Connor, not Connor now. Now Connor's a family man. It's kind of different. Yeah. But he's, the, he's the anti of what you would think a lot of fighters. Like when he goes on the air, he, talk, he talks like he's a family man. And he's like oh, talking yeah. about the charity work and community work. And like he's a hard guy not to like. And if we're talking not just like the sentimental vote, but in terms of earning the vote through his skills, we already said like he's oh, he's, yeah. beat, he's beaten all these world champions just by chance they never had the world belt when he beat them so he never got his hands on he the belt himself. Yeah. but he is world class and could have easily been a world champion um several times over I mean, yeah not. it's it's gonna be, it's gonna is be fun to white uh, fun to, to check it out obviously i mean and then like we talked about hooker and chandler fighting man let, I, let me say who i think is gonna win though I, I don't i didn't get my pick i'm gonna say i do and then we'll talk about that fight I am going to go against what you're saying. I will be the devil's avocado, and I am going to pick okay. Connor. And okay. we should do some kind of a bet where the loser has to do something. 
we'll yeah, we'll, think we'll figure about something. It. You know what we can do? Something fun. What's up? Yeah, put it on. I don't even know. Like we can put it on. I don't even know. We'll put it on an IG or something, man. I'll put it on IG and let people decide what we do. Something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Within oh, reason. shit. We got to be yeah. within reason. Yeah, let's be Yeah, careful. we got to make sure it's within <laughs> reason. So for, for the lightweight bout, I guess we can work backwards then. So we have, uh, you know what? Let's just screen share, bro. I'm tripping. Like, let's we screen can't share. screen share. It was so we can, you can kind of see what's going on. And Listen, we, I'm going to quickly go to the watch my screen share. Screen sharing, okay? I got to okay. take a quick pee break. Is all that right, all right? Cool, yeah. The way people can kind of. We can oh, kind of right. talk about a little bit while you do your thing. Okay, so guys, right now what we have uh, is uh, let me see, get back to myself. Um, we're going to go. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm right there so I can see. So like I said, we talked about uh, Poirier and Connor, right? Um, I'm taking Poirier, the number two ranked. Uh, he's taking Connor, uh, the number four ranked. If uh, you know what we have, actually we have a little time. Let me see if I could do this, um, so you can kind of see. Uh, we'll talk about Poirier a little bit. We'll do the quick little matchup. Oh, I feel like I'm super, 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 super uh, fancy right now. So like, okay, so we'll talk about. Uh, obviously, you know, Connor has four losses. Poirier with six. Um, we got the U.S. versus Ireland. They got the same height. Obviously, weighed in the same. Now, Connor has a two-inch reach advantage, but Poirier has a half-inch reach uh, with with leg, which I honestly that that's not going to make much of a difference. Um, there will be, I mean, and I, honestly, I don't see this in terms of the 74, uh, 74 inch reach for Connor versus the seventy-two inch reach for Poirier. I don't see that making that big of a difference. Now, if we were talking, you know, a sixty. 62 versus 74 then like i think that would make a big big difference but i don't see that making a big difference um but i mean honestly man this this Poirier dude's just it's hard to explain man how you know how, how dope the guy is but uh we'll talk about you know we'll just talk about some some stuff obviously we'll talk about the you know the ko uh versus tko you have him uh we have Poirier at 50 percent connor at 86 uh <laughs> Submission, 23% wins. He's won 20, uh, 23% of his wins have been come by submission, uh, whereas Connor's 5% of his has. Uh, decision. Now, here's the thing. Poirier's been known to go the distance a little bit. Um, so you'll see that you you his decisions have been around 27%, which is <laughs> three times as much as Connor. Um, Connor doesn't really do the decision thing. He either knocks him out or he doesn't, pretty much, is what this is saying. So when you see that key, uh, that, that knockout versus uh, technical knockout portion right there, basically it's saying that Connor usually knocks people the fuck out. Pretty much eighty seven. It's 86%, you know, that uh, of his fights has, has gone that way, whereas Poirier is a little bit more I mean, not necessarily well-rounded, but you see in terms of the breakdown, 50% of his has come from knockout, technical knockout, 23% have come from submission. So, honestly, this is where I see it happening in terms of it's either going to be here or it's going to be here for Poirier. I don't see it happening as a knockout. But if Conor wins, I definitely see it happening here. I feel like if Conor wins, it's going to be because he knocked him out straight up. And, of course, you can see the average fight time. Poor you go, bro. He'll go that distance. So that's why obviously you'll see the 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 percentage in terms of the decisions for his fights. I mean, because he he there's there's a possibility he'll go the distance. Um, and of course, this is uh this is huge right here that knockdown average for 15 minutes, dude. 
Connor put him on his back. So I say if look, I was just I was just kind of uh, just kind of chatting with the people while you were gone. Six pack. Um, they're pretty much evenly matched up. Um, aside from you know the the reach advantage, the it's a two inch reach advantage, which honestly doesn't really constitute to much. Um, I mean, if, we, if we're talking four inches, a four inch difference, four or five inch difference, then that's when it starts being pretty significant. But I mean, it's a pretty pretty even matchup, just in terms of the you know their their uh, you know their physical. But then this is a part that I like looking at. This is where it gets. Listen, data does not lie, and and. More so, especially in the powerlifting world now, we're starting to rely on that data a little bit more than we have in the past. And this is where it gets like for me, I, I like, I like that you, you, they both pile a little pressure, so you, you can land, you know, around you know five and a half, six punches per minute. That's 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 not bad. Significant strikes were dead ass even, dog. <laughs> so they like to throw them things. Um, well. <laughs> Connor tends to absorb a little bit per like, so he'll take the punches. But the thing is, I mean, my my question is, I don't. You always have to question the data in that are they are they doing it as Connor as a lightweight or as throughout his whole fight? You know what I mean? Like as a lightweight, does he absorb a lot of a lot more punches? Then I don't know that he. I don't think he does as much as a lightweight as he does when he's a little heavier. Um, because one, your body just can't take that that wear and tear as when you're a little bit bigger. So uh, that's something to kind of look forward to. And of course, the defense, dude. I'm telling you, these guys are the biggest thing that people tend to do is, and I'm guilty of it. Is I get caught up in this right here. I get caught up in the name, like oh, it's con, and rightfully so. The dude's been he's been doing it big. And then of course, like I said, we'll go to that very the grappling where, like what I said before, uh, where I think a lot of it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be decided. I mean. He does a lot of takedowns, but this is this is huge right here, that accuracy. So, I mean, Connor, people just think all Connor does is just, you know, throw haymakers and just like, all right, I wish you well. But I mean, Poirier's got he's he's kind of got the the he's kind of got the edge as far as the uh you know the, the takedown stuff. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited to see how it all works out. But like I said, I took uh I took I'm taking Poirier for this one, and then um you know, uh, six packs taking, he's taking Connor. So, uh, let me see. I mean, I don't, I didn't look at everyone else, by the way. Yeah. So um, I'm only going to pick the first top two. Yeah. I'll take Connor and I'll take, I'm going to take Connor and I'm going to take Hooker. But I'll, take, I'll tell you what, Chandler's a motherfucking base. Bro, I forgot about, why did I not know that he was fighting Chandler this whole time? Dude, Chandler is, he's fresh, come, he's coming out of another promotion. Listen, when everybody hears this, the fight's already happened. So I don't want to, um, yeah. I mean, already seen how it played out. But I'll tell you this. So I'm going to talk as though the fight's already happened. If Hooker has won, Hooker will have rebounded from a fight of the year candidate with Poirier, yep. which he showed which he showed his heart and skill because Poye, we already said how good Poye is. So if yeah. Hooker's won, he's right back on track and maybe one more win away from a title shot. If Chandler, I, won, I feel so. I feel like I feel like Hooker. If Chandler wins, that's gonna put him back in good graces. He might get he he'll be. I think he'll get at least get a top ten ranking. Uh, he'll be if Chandler Chandler was a world champion of Bellator, um, and he if he wins, he's top five because you can't beat if you beat Hooker, he's probably. Already, like one fight in the U.S. People like he's a newcomer in UFC. He's not a newcomer in MMA, though. Uh, no. My man, been he's a ten-year vet. So, so if he wins, 
over Hooker, no less. Ooh, it's listen. I don't think the people, winner of this is not the time. Y'all, y'all need to look at these. First of all, if again, if he does win, he has literally climbed a mountain of a man to get to the yeah. top. Because <laughs> you got Chandler's five eight, Hooker sitting at an even six. Yeah. Okay? You got a seventy one and a half, you know, reach versus a seventy five with Hooker. So yeah. like I said, like it doesn't make much of a difference in terms of Poirier and, and McGregor. Right here is where the difference starts to come in. You got 75 versus 71 and a half. You got a 42 and a half versus a 37. Listen, if he can get past the kicks, if he can get past the reach, because I'm telling right now, if, if I don't know what, what Hooker's game plan is going to be, but I mean, for the most part, um, just within that weight class, you know, the with the, the lightweights and everything, they, 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 they tend to be on the shorter end. So, Hooker always – he usually towering a little bit. You know what I mean? Correct me if I'm wrong. He's always towering a little bit. But yeah. if he can set – I mean, he's no slouch with the – he's no slouch with the jab. And, I, you know, I, and I'll go – you know, I'll go down and you guys can kind of see, like, they're, they're fairly even matched. I think if it's going to happen, he's going to have to um, – he by – but he, I mean Chandler. Chandler's going to definitely have to climb the mountain. He's going to have to submit him. I don't think it's going to be a knockout. I think it's going to be a submission or decision. Um um, obviously, because he's coming from a different promotion, you don't know the average fight time. Uh, UFC, that's why they're that's a zero versus 842. Significant strikes, there's no obviously, there's no uh, there's no data on that for, for them. But he's letting, and then we're talking about Hooker right now. Hooker lands for four, you know, a little over four uh, a minute. That's not bad, and but he absorbs more than he gives out. <laughs> Here's, here's, here's something, okay. So I was listening to some experts break this down. The fight has already happened by the time you hear this. So let right. me let me give this. If Hooker has lost this fight by the time you're hearing it, people have said, um, yes, he's the tallest ranked lightweight in the division mm -hmm. that's ranked in the top 10. However, he doesn't always fight tall in that he can be lured into a slugging match yep. in, close, in close quarters, whereas long arms become... Uh, a hurt instead of a plus because he can't, he has to unwind in close quarters. It's a lot harder. Your arms are shorter in close quarters. You're getting to the target quicker. He gets lured into those. That's what, how Poirier beat him. He got in the inside where the long arms hurt him. So that's where Hooker got hit a lot more, a lot often. Mm -hmm. And his weight cut is tough. So if you hear this, by the time this comes out, if he's lost, he's probably contemplating moving up a weight class because he's it's actually too tough to make the weight class. That's, he's getting hit on that. the inside. Yeah, he, he's getting hit on the inside, and he's not using his height appropriately, and he's like, you know what, I got to make an adjustment. If he's won, then he's beaten a, a stud in Chandler, and he's, entire, and he's one fight away from the title shot. Absolutely. If Chandler has won... If Chandler is beating Hooker, he's two he, fights away from a title fight. Yeah, if not, I fight. I'd say if if he wins, if he, I would have to give him two fights. I, yeah. there's no way. There's no way he'd be three fights away. I would say uh, he might only be one away. He well, might. Uh, you, you, do you think they give? That, I mean, it, it depends on. Obviously, some things have to shake up. But if 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 okay, so if Chandler gets to win, a convincing win. Fuck, let's say he let's say he just let's say it's second round knockout, right? Okay. Completely dismantles him, right? Yeah. We give him a top five ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Would you give him top five ranking? 100%. So. 100%. Because remember, that, remember that, this, remember this. That means Connor or Poye will have lost as well. People are moving down rankings while he yeah. jumps up. And that means Hooker moves down. That means there's room for him as well. Yeah. So. Right. So. Well, if Poye wins, I say Poye wins, that obviously drops Connor, then does. 
does that mean? Oh, man. What will likely happen? Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you right now. If Connor loses, uh-huh. Habib is definitely not coming back. No. Um, and so then Poye is either going to fight Chandler or Justin Gaethje or Oliveras for the title. I see, um, I see, I see Poye fighting Gaethje and Gaethje knocking his block off. Uh, Poye knocked out Gaethje, though. Remember, I mean, doesn't yeah. mean it, it doesn't mean different Gaethje. Right. No, and I agree. I agree. I I know. I know. It's true. Um, We'll we'll tackle that later on. Yeah, but yeah, but so, but yeah, but but so far that's, but that's what we got. We got, I got Poirier. He got, he has McGregor. We both agree on Hooker. Um, uh, With the rest of them. I haven't, I haven't looked into him, so I won't give a prediction. I see Joanne. I see, I see Joanne winning. I'm not a big I fan, period. So that's just out of hate. I see uh, Muradov. I, he's fire, dude. Um, And, the rest of I don't I don't really know I don't know I've never watched these two I don't think I no I think I've watched Marina uh, Mar, uh, Marina I think I've watched her but yeah man I I, I see uh, Murdoff with I I see him with a convincing win like I'm not even trying to be funny about it I I see him having a honestly I see this fight being a better fight than the Hooker fight oh wow because Hooker has been in some fight of the year candidates dude this this kid right here is yeah this man right here is he's he's a G he's a G but yeah um. You know, that's a very New York thing to say, kid. I listen to a podcast, um, and they all say kid and son. Yeah. And um, they were talking about Gandhi, and they're like, listen, the kid was – the kid was – they were they called – Gandhi was like 80. But yeah. in, in this podcast, everyone is son, 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 son. Um, everyone yeah, is son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's so funny. Like, we're not used to it for them. It's just like saying whatever. But uh, but they're talking about, like, Gandhi and, like yeah. – they go, the kid, the kid made some movements. The kid, it was yeah. so, so funny, man. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But yeah, dude, I I um I won't take up too much more of your time, man. But I I I'll ask you a couple more questions, man. Then we'll get to the good stuff, man. Then we'll get you out of here. Uh all right, my, my, house brother. Is, my house is about to be filled to the brim with fight fans. It's ridiculous. Like it's all right, my brother. Everyday thing. It. I'll try to, I don't even know. I don't know. So, okay. Um, so as far as you go, as, as far as comps go, are are there any comps going on up north right now, up in Canada, or my are man? You gonna, are you going to be be able to get on the platform any point in time, or or? Nah, I won't be able to anytime soon. And let me tell you, uh, like I know the U.S. has announced their ideas. For, I say ideas for the U.S. Nationals because God knows it's going to happen by the time this rolls around. But it's laid out. It's a little complicated. Yeah. Um, I had a few fellas on to talk about it, but I don't know. So for us, I'll, I'll say us first before you go, but uh, for us in Canada, tentatively they said May, but I, between me, you and the fence post, don't think there's uh, much chance that's actually going to happen yeah. in May. I, I don't know what the hell they're going to do for a world team. Um, I have no idea what they're going to do. They have, they have a really tough situation, but I don't, Canada is completely still up in arms and I would literally double over backwards if they actually went through their proposed nationals in May that there's almost no way that's going to happen. So I don't know, but for you guys, for you guys. So we don't know to, to the long story short in Ontario, there's no competitions being booked and on a national scene, nothing's certain, but for you fellas and, and ladies, um, you got it's a little bit of a convoluted process. How did you either you win top five in 2019 or you're ranked top three in your weight class for all of 2020, or you stay up and when they open it up on March 1st, I believe, yeah. you know, you put it in and it's first come, first serve. It's not highest yeah. ranked, it's first come, first serve after that. Where do you fall in that? Refresh my memory. I um 
I got the invite because I was uh, top five at uh, at nationals. Um, so I got the invite. I've also, I think I qualified because I did 105. I qualified there and I I, uh, I went to try to go at Dennis Cornelius at a meet. So I qualified as a 120 also. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, I mean, but okay. In saying that, so you're as a nine, as a 93, you're, you're already invited in the 105. You can, you have to stay up uh, March 1st and try to get in your, you qualify, yeah, but you have to get in. If your, I wanted, if I wanted to go as a 105, I, I think I'm good as a, uh, no, because I was top three in that hometown showdown. And then oh, I got you. And gotcha. I was also top three uh, as a as a uh, uh, one one twenty. I did the last meet of the year. Dog, you're you're as a one twenty in the U.S. You're top three. Yeah, that's insane. Top three IPF total, I, 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 IPF points. Yeah. Wow, dude, you're a freaking look at you, man. Just absolutely yeah. blazing. It I up. ate as much as I could. I, I thought you said you were low key with your lifting. Obviously not that I'm low key. Trying, you've been putting man, listen. The thing it was a state meet in in Arkansas, and I didn't, honestly I didn't even tell people I was doing it. Um, but I just you know I knew Dennis Cornelius was doing it, and I was like, you know, it'd be it'd be cool to compete, you know, alongside Dennis. I'm like, you know what, man, maybe I can eat because I just want you know you want to see like where you stack up next to the best of the best. And I, in my opinion, Dennis is legit pound for pound one of the best that ever did it. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly I, I feel like you know. If, if Dennis goes, if Dennis does a nine, a nine twenty nine thirty squat, gets anywhere near a thousand squat, he could literally be considered one of the best big men, if not the best big man that, that that ever did it. I mean, his numbers speak to it. Yeah, and I mean, there's no knock on Ray, there's there's no knock on Blaine, but this dude is just he's just he's he's a big dog. So I'm like, you know what, man, it would be cool to go at Dennis. Obviously, I'm not gonna beat him for total, but if I'm going as a light, a, a little light, uh, one twenty. Maybe I could go at him like for points just to see how it like just to see how it shakes up. I, I can pull with them, you know what I'm saying? I could stay, I can hang with them on bench. I'm not gonna squat with them, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You'll be like, we, we're gonna take an L in squats. Yeah, no, we're gonna let's, take an let's L. Not, but, let's but not listen, but we, that's a part of being older. You know what you're good at, you know what you're not. So like, you know. And what? Dennis is, hey, look at my man is 40 as well. He's a master lifter He's now. He's a master well now, you know. So yeah. like, you know what? Let's just see how how the points shake out. And because yeah. uh, we're 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 usually right up under each other, right above each other, you know, in IPF points. So I was like, dude, this will be fun. Let's go do it. And then for whatever reason, he had to pull out. So I was like, crap. Now I'm just stuck eating this food. But ah, you, go, go ahead. We, but is he? Um, now refreshing my memory. Oh no, he did win uh, nationals, so he is still qualified. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I just answered qualified. my own question. Yeah, so okay. basically, if you were top five, you qualified, and and and, and then everything else was just you know. I mean, not necessarily change, but if you, you know, if you didn't, uh, if you did the hometown showdown, it's like the top three or four. There's some people that they have to stay up and get like, I mean, you know, uh, Dave Wilson, he has to stay up. To try no, to I think, hit. I think Daniela Mello, no, or wait, oh, uh, no, well, no, she makes it. She makes it. Yeah. No, she, wait, no, she didn't do nationals. Yeah. So she, yeah, yeah she didn't do nationals. So she has to, uh, and that's that new weight class. I think she's going to a new weight class maybe. Um, so yeah, some people have to wait, you know, have to have to get up and wait up and, and make it happen. I've been doing it my whole life for shoe drops, baby. This ain't nothing new to me. But yeah, so, you know, so, I mean, but it was fun. Like I said, take, a, take advantage of the COVID gains and go out there and have a good time. And then like, you know, kind of let your, it's weird saying let your body go, but, you know, let's let your body go. One, I want to see how much weight I could actually gain. 
and I mean, it's it's you know, I'm that's, a, that's a dangerous I, game. That's a oh dangerous. Oh my game. gosh, man! Well, I mean, you, <laughs> can, you can see how much weight you can put on before you start just looking like a melted candy bar. <laughs> and once I start looking like like, so as I look and start looking like Professor Clump, I'm like, all right, it's time to lose this weight. Um, so yeah. we're working our way back down. But yeah, dude, it was a lot of fun just to do it and get on the record books, as I don't know that it's ever been done to you know qualify with a you know top five, top ten uh, IPF total. Um, or IPF points total in, in three weight classes, at least in USA. Damn, so man. I want to see if I could try to do that, man. And, and you know, again, congratulations. Yeah, man. I mean, I want to be able to go back. Hey, man, you know, back in 2020, 2021, you know, I, was I did it. Day. But I yeah, did so did that, had some fun, man. And, and yeah, man, we, we, we have nationals coming up, man. And it's, it's, it's not just raw. It's, <laughs> it's everybody. It's everybody um, so it's, it's going to be, uh, Honestly, dude, I, I'm excited about it just because it, it, it's going to be one of those things where, like, you can't necessarily say that, you know, uh, you're, you're retreating unfairly, like, because we're all just even playing fields. Like, everyone's going to... The numbers got to do it. The numbers yeah, got to get you in yeah, there. So if you were top three, if you were top three, you're invited. Or if you went to the last Nationals they had, top five, you were invited beyond that. Yeah. You're into the pool of stay up late and first in, first out. Hey, man, it's like, well, it's like the Arnold's. We did it. Yeah, we do it. That's what do it is. Year for the Arnold's, you know. What it I mean? is what so, it is. Uh, I mean, and then that's how the the part that sucks though is for for those of our number man that you know if you won your weight class or you you know you know you won your division or whatever you pretty much have to go right back over and try to requalify to go back to worlds, and that's the only thing that I I feel I I feel bad for you know I mean I was one of those but I I feel bad for those that I you know they didn't get a chance to go especially those that didn't get a chance to go to their first IPF championship. That'd have yeah. been awesome, but yeah. I, you know, it's in Belarus, man. So I don't think they're missing much, homie. Like not right well, now. We'll, we'll, but yeah, I mean, right now for sure. Thank I mean, whatever. Uh, who knows? Hopefully, this is hopefully that out. clears up, man, because you're not missing anything right now. The way things are going, where things yeah. were going at the time, like no, nah, you're not missing much, man. Like I know that you want to go, but your safety is more of a concern than the lifting out of meat. You know what I mean? And I'm, I actually, I was talking with Amanda Lawrence on a podcast a couple of days ago. And that was one of the things we talked about. Like, you know, I just, I care about my life more. I'm like, I ain't mad at you, sis. Wait, man, I, I, I'm really intrigued in hearing her, the song she did because she posted in her IG stories that she came with it. And she, she was did like four, she did four versions. She oh, did, what? Man, that girl did not care. I, I will be honest. I will say this. I'm going to say this publicly. Because I slept on Amanda Lawrence so, so hard in terms of how funny she was. And she's, and how sweet, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, love like, you, because, I mean, and, and, you know, I, and you you tend to be that way, especially as a lifter, because all we see really is, is the lifting side of, of people. And then you can go to their account and follow them a little bit and, and everything, but you only get to see what people allow you to see. And then she's pretty, you know transparent how she is she's she's super sweet super nice so i knew that but then when it's face to face one-on-one it's completely different like you know when 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 her focus is just you and not necessarily making sure that you know that she's getting the message out to you know thousands of people hundreds of thousands of people that it's dude she is super sweet yeah i mean super accommodating and just i mean just all about 100 like there's there's a reason why you know uh people like her are, are champions because even if it's a little song she wants to be the best at it, dude. Like, really? Oh, I can't oh wait to gosh, see it now. Bro. I can't so, wait to see it now. Yeah, and so what I'm going to do, because I didn't, I don't want her to feel like she's by herself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually uh, 
was, you know, I pretty much like, you do one, I'll do one, you know, to make her feel comfortable because some people don't feel comfortable doing them. So I was like, you know, you don't always have to. And this is a new thing that I started doing the last like few uh, last year or so. Like, you know what? If you're not comfortable doing it live right now, go off, record it. You can send it to me. You can do as many takes as you want. But the only way this podcast is going to be shown is you got to send me your song. I'm holding this podcast. Oh, wow. hostage. So has, has, has anybody ever, um, having said that, has anyone ever been like, you don't have to say a name, but been like, I am not going to do a song. Oh, it's been a couple. Yeah. It's been a couple. There's been did a couple, you, like, did you let it slide or were you, here's the thing. You also like you on the flip side, you're like, fuck, I really want this person on. So do I be like, well, then you can't come on or do I just, no, uh, no, there's some people like that. They, you know, because I, I put it on like on the, um, now, like when you you know when you sign up, it's there. Like, hey, have your song ready. So they're yeah. like, hey, so what's this song about? What are you talking about? Right. I, uh, I had a, you know what? I tell you, didn't want to do it at first, but I made her do it. Uh, uh, Jordan, sure didn't. She didn't want to do Pick it. At, yeah, she didn't want really? to do it. She didn't want to do it at first. She she she, she, she seemed shy. She, she seemed shy. Quite she quiet, and she knocked it out the park no really yes you know what Dog, I, mean? I gotta so, check that out yeah so i was like man i was like listen you know me i'm you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm out of there i'm like listen you're gonna do awesome you're gonna kill it i promise you these type of podcasts this will get you on king list <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta have her on bro because i look like a liar yeah, okay. I, look, I, look, okay. I look like a, i look like a janky promoter like hey <laughs> this is a we can get you to the big time that's it Smartly. it's the game yeah, like but I I think, this yeah dude yeah check it out dude because you know like we know amanda's story i mean we know like we know those high level lifters we know amanda's story we know you know jen thompson's story we know you know daniella's story we know these these amazing ladies we know all their stories sam Calhoun. we know all their stories you know you got these up and comers like jordan just dude she's got an awesome story you know what I mean? There's some people out there with some amazing stories that, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm lucky because, you know, it's one thing to, to you know, I know Six Pack, but then like, oh, Six Pack, that's one of my dudes. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, I'm like, hey man, let me, I don't want to be on King List. You know, let me get him on mine real quick. Let me see. Let me, let's, let's check him out. Like, not a lot of people have that ability. Like, you know what, dude, rather than share my story, I, I want people to hear your story, hear what, you know, they don't have that ability, man. So, some people's stories, they, they won't get heard. I mean, cause it's, you know, there's, you know, there's the MLB, there's the major league, and then you have to have a farm league. I consider myself the farm league. Like, you listen, you trying to make it to the big time. You got to, I don't know tape. about that. Listen, you, that's you, the way, listen, that's how we're going to do it. We're, we're going to okay, farm okay. league it. Like, okay. You know I mean? But I mean, uh, I just, I just feel like, man, for, for, you know, everyone has their role to play in this game. You know what I mean? And the more ears that we can get to hearing the stories of these amazing young men and women, out there you know what i mean like i mean the more the merrier you know i mean and like i said there you know there there were a few you know there were a few podcasts that that happened before but no one's done it like you've done it you know what i mean i appreciate that i appreciate that and we appreciate you dude like it's like now it's like a rite of pass like you know that you know you're on the right track if you get that if you get that the invite from six pack like oh oh thank you you, man that king of son Oh, you got on how you would how you, you like I mean and it's still you know what there's lifters you know they'll go nameless. I got about I have I have three or four lifters actually now that were like man hey man you need to talk to your dude man I'm trying to get on that king of lifts I'm like but you trying to get on the podcast no nah, nah, I'm trying to get posted I'm like oh you ain't got posted like yeah what I gotta do I'm like man you gotta put up some something decent. He's like, <laughs> 
And I put up a piece of weight. I'm like, hey, bro, if, if, if Six Pack don't see it, he sees everything. If he don't see it, it, it may well, not be that decent. Well, and the wow. thing is, there's so there's so many lifters, you know what I mean? So like, that's like, the All right, thing. Cool. There's so many he out is, there. Tons. He has since been posted probably three or four times. He's like, "Hey, did you call him to talk to him?" I'm like, no, <laughs> you just started putting up real weight. It is, it's hilarious. How you like, can send me, you can send me people if you if because sometimes I don't see. Um, like hard. eventually I'll see. You, eventually I mean, I'll see, but yeah, yeah. it's only a, a one or two set of eyes, and it's thousands right. of lifters out there, right? You know, so right. like I, you know. But it, it's cool, man. You know, it, it's you know, I'll, every now and then, like I'll get that check in on something. Like, hey, hey, you want to send this to six pack? You think you'll post? Like, I'm you not. Can. Nah, you dude. Can. I, I think I sent you one. I sent you one, and my guy wasn't even moving a lot of weight. He just had the longest grind, the longest pull, and which honestly, is entertaining. Yeah, I was just like, bro. I and I, and even for my deadlift sessions now, I play that over and over. Shout out my man Tony. I, I played that over and over and over. Like this, he he literally was stuck pulling. He was he's in that pulling grind for like five six seconds. That's and insane. I, I like, love seeing those. Yeah, hey, you, man. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's the entertainment value. But listen, if you um, it does help me if you're onto someone that I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. um, and you're like. It's not like listen. I need you to post this because this is my lifter. You're I. I respect. I know who you are. I know who. Like I have people that I respect their opinion that are like, I don't know if you've seen this person. Check this out. Yeah, man. You are helping. You're helping. It's a help. There's some people out there. I mean, there's some people out there. Like now, listen. You hear this? Don't go just throwing. Sending me videos, he DM thinking I'm. I'm oh, that's right. Ready. I just put you on the spot. That's right. Don't be. But no, but 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 real talk. Like there's. There's some talent out there. There's some strong people out there. There's some some awesome people out there that you know what I mean. Like it's just there's a, there's just there's a lot of good lifting out there. There's a lot of good people out there. You know, and I, and I and I think people more so now than ever realize that you know there's only a, a set of eyes or two that that's able to see them all, and there's really only one account that can can repost them all. You know, so I mean, if if you if you've got good lifts and you feel like you know they they. They need to be seen on the King of Lifts. Or you want them to consider for the King of Lifts. I mean, certainly you can always tag, 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 at, 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 at. That's the way that most of them are seen. Um, like, because, I mean, you can DM, but a lot of times, it's, listen, man, I don't, if, you, if you haven't known, I, listen, I, I don't even have 15K, and I have hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of, like unread messages that I just yeah. I'm, I'm working on getting and I work on getting to this man is approaching a quarter of a million so you can't imagine how many unreads that that come up so it's it's a lot harder that way but what's easier is when you tag 100 and when you at 100 the easiest way to be seen and the thing yeah. is again you have to be patient there's there's thousands of lifters out there that are trying to do the same thing to be seen and yeah. A, a cool thing, you know, that my, my old coach is like, shout out Ben Escrow, used to say all the time, is like, hey, if your shit's dope, somebody's going to see it. That's Same great. with like unsigned rapper, actor, whatever. Yeah, dude. There's some... Put in your time. It'll come. It'll yeah, come. Man, people, so like, people will talk for you. People, people will, will, yes. If, and I don't mind. Look at um, people like, I feel bad sending you. No, no. Listen, nah, it's man. the only way. I only have a two, like you said, I have uh, one set of eyeballs. You're helping me. Um, if you see talent, shoot it my way. Shoot Help it, me. Man. Help me out. And uh, talent speaks for itself. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> and if you if you know that there's a lifter that, you know, because there's there's some of us that just frequent the king of lifts. It's not like it's, we're better than anybody since, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes the algorithm favors us. I don't know. Like, and you put in work. It, it yeah, also you helps. put in a little You're work. You're a two-time. But, 
you're a two-time world champion. Yeah, so but I, I'm just saying there's a few of us. There's a few of us out there that you know sometimes our our our, our videos make make that king of lifts, man. And you know what? Reach out to some of those people. Sometimes yeah. that might be your gateway. Because again, there's a few lifters out there. There's not a lot, but there's a few lifters out there that whose uh, opinions are, are are well respected, man. And you gotta, you know, just like like networking, man. You gotta use what yeah. you can. I mean, if because for for a lot of us, for a lot of upcoming lifters, for sure. It, it may not be, you know, the hugest thing, but for a lot of people, making that, just getting that King of Lift repost is validation for the work that you put in. It's and, a trophy. You know what? Yeah, it's and, a trophy, and, brother. Like, and I, here's I, the thing. It, people, some people I know, uh, people are like, ah, what does it mean? It's social media. Here's the thing. There's nothing like working hard and mm -hmm. being recognized by your peers. Facts. That's, that's it. And it, it feels it. good. There's nothing wrong. There's a reason why we have award ceremonies in every single industry. It's just your peers say good on you. And I've had, like, I've posted young ladies bench press and then Jen Thompson, the bench press goat appears on the likes mm -hmm. comment or the section comment section says great bench. If I, there it is. It feels I'm good. There's nothing wrong with having, be feeling good. Having absolutely confirmation. Nothing wrong. I'll tell you what's, 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 what's dope, man, is when, your your idols not necessarily become your rivals or your competitors but when somehow you're stitched you know you're you're stitched in the same social media room with one of your idols and they yeah. could give you a like they could give you a comment whatever yeah. it is speaking from personal experience that means more to a lifter than anything there's not a trophy that you could give me out there that means more than Jen Thompson's like hey man that bitch was awesome or yeah. you know, or 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 when 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 Ed Cohen's like, hey man, that was nice. Like, it doesn't matter. Like when somebody you look up to, when if when David Rick sends me a message, hey, that was nice spot, son. What? Let's go. So, <laughs> a lot of that can't be done. It can't be done without you know you you. There has to be a a middleman. You know, there has to be a a a meeting point. The king of the lifts is that is that is the meeting point for you know that's that's our hub straight up. That's our hub of validation. Um, that's where you go to get validate, in, validated. In inspiration. In inspiration. Yeah, yeah but it, but let's be 100. Oh. I'm, I'm speaking from the dude that, that, that been trying to get on it. Yeah. It's our it's our hub for validation and it's our hub to validate. Straight true. up. That's you know true. What I mean? Because because it's one of the few forms that you can go to and somebody can show you love and one let one hater try to hate you're guaranteed at least 100, 200 people about to just murder. They're verbally murdering that. They, I mean, people work hard, man. And, and, and you know, for, for somebody to come and try to bust your bubble for whatever reason, that's, you know, I mean, because it's not like, well, listen, it's not, you know, it's not like you're going to get posted if you got a high-ass squat. So yeah. that's yeah. done. It's not, like, it's not like you're going to get posted if, you, if you're hitching your deadlift, if you got some yeah. up and down motion. You know what I'm saying? You're definitely not gonna get it posted if you get pinned on your in your bench. So yeah. the, the 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 videos that are posted, man, that's 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 grade A. That's 100. So if you are able to to get that repost, bro, it means so much to that person that gets that repost. Now, if you're that hater that sounds like you know I'm gonna try to hate on for whatever reason, man, you use because you because you, you didn't make it. Right, you're so, on the outside looking in. Yeah. You're on the outside looking in, man. So, like, you know, and there's only there's only one way to get in. You gotta have some heat, straight up. 
You know, it, it's funny. You say that a, a, a story, I think I've told before, I'll tell again real quick. A young lady, I reposted her bench. A couple dudes surface in, I'm deleting comments, but um, she must have seen a few of the comments before I got to them. Uh -huh. Just dudes hating because she's got an arch. And then, um, and she said something like, uh, she had DM me, DM me, she's like, God damn, some of these dudes, man, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. But I was like, comments first off is 2%. If you actually look at the amount of likes and views, mm -hmm. it's like, it's literally only two, it's the noisy 2%. So right. those, those they're, they're small. And then I said, did you notice this? And I opened up the likes and I circled the like and I yes, sent her a screenshot. It was Jen Thompson liked her bench. And then she replied back, done. All I needed, thank you. I, I, we're good. We're good. Anyone can Absolutely. say whatever they want now. Doesn't matter. I don't care if all 200 people jump in there and talk shit. Jen Thompson, that's it. That's all the validation I need. Good. We're good. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm straight. So, but, yeah, I just, you know, I just, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure I pointed that out real quick and, and, and you know, let people know, like, hey, if, you, if you're trying to get it, that, that's how you get it. Uh, I don't know how we digress so much from, from talking about, <laughs> power, uh, but yeah. For for those athletes, so this is how it works for for people that are trying to get in the USA uh, USAPL Powerlifting Nationals. February first, athletes who place top fifth. This is on uh, February first. If you place the top five in each weight class and open division, and the top three from each division uh, from the master division in the 19, 2019 Open and Raw Nationals, uh, and the athletes who place top three uh, in the weight class for the bench nationals, they they receive an invite, and that invite is only valid for a week. So you have a week to, you know, to get that invite on. Um, and so uh, on February 8th, the athletes who ain't ranked a top three in each weight class in the 2020 hometown showdown, um, and they've reached their uh, qualifying total, then they get that invite on the 8th. That's valid for a week. So a majority of the people, majority of us, we're going to obviously accept the invite, whatever, whatever, after February 1st. And then whoever the, the numbers that are left, obviously they go on February 8th, right? So then we take all of our whoever whoever's left on February eighth, boom, they get theirs. Now March first, that's when the entry will be open to the members who have qualified from January first, two thousand nineteen, through the entry deadline until the session cap is filled. Okay, that's on March first. So February first, that's when autos the autos get it. February second, that's when the second 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 set of autos get it. March first is when it opens to everyone who qualified. Now. This is a thing that sucks, but it is what it is. It is what it is. The sessions are capped at 56 lifters per session. That's it. That's a it's throwback a to, the, to the old school nationals. And so, I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, I've, it's weird. I mean, because I've, I've been at all the raw nationals since, since they had them, I guess. But, I mean, it's just, it's smaller. It's more intimate. It's going to, I mean, the first come, first serve, I mean, I don't want people getting a twist and think, oh, first come, first serve, anybody can do it. No, anyone that qualified can do it. These qualifications have gone up, you know, in, in the yes. recent years. So just yeah. to understand, like, it's not just any old Tom, Dick, and Harry can come. It's not like, it's it's just, it's not one of those, it's not that kind of thing. So um, as far as everything goes, uh, I don't know if people really know how it's working. I, I'll, I'll do one last screen share, man, and then we'll get to the good, good stuff. But so people can kind of understand, because I know I've got a few DMs about it. So, I mean, you may, you may, rather than, you know, I'd just rather just put you guys on and let you guys all see how it works. Um, so as far as it all goes, this is really what we're dealing with in terms of the, the schedule. Okay. So. Obviously, it's gonna it's gonna start June 14th, right? 
Uh, as you can see, it's not only going to be open, and uh, it's going to be open, <laughs> it's going to be raw, it's going to be uh, um, like open and masters. Like, so it's just, it's, it's dang near everybody, man. You know, it's, I'm excited. I, I really am excited about it. Um, it's just, you know, the part, obviously, we're, you know, we're looking at the, how it's really going to work, but you'll see, like, you know, with, with some of these sessions, you know, you have the youth will go, the, the master females, you know, from 76 up to 84, because there are going to be those, those new categories. Um, raw master males, 93 to 120. Um, obviously, I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and sign up for it, but I mean, I'm probably going to be going on that, that Friday, but yeah, like it's, it's, uh, it's going to be equipped. It's, I just, man, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy because there's equipped and raw and just, I don't know, man, like, I don't know. I just, I think it's going to be fun. Um, but there, there was a few that they'll go nameless, uh, that were, they were wanting to do both raw and equipped this year and now they can't, but you know, there's something they might try. I got I got one guy that's gonna try, but he's a he's a badass quick lifter, man. So I was like, dude, don't don't risk it. That's that's but this is World Games qualifying year. So and that that's sucks. It. And that's why this this nationals it was so important just to field a national team that resembled because Canada, although we might not have raw nats this year, we did have it in 2020 before the world went to hell, whereas yeah. US did not. So that's why. It'll have been two years if they don't get some kind of Nats together. So how do you put together a national team? So that's why you just got to be happy there is a Nationals or we're not there yet. But yeah, conceivably, there will be a Nationals. They have a plan to make a team. And that's yeah, important. like you need. Yeah, you got to have some type of qualification to, to, to fill that team. Um, and then, I mean, in, in the Arnold, I guess the Arnold is just going to be what the Arnold is. I just don't even know how that's going to work because I heard the Arnold. Uh, we'll see, man. I mean, I, you know what? This is all. It's so much just. COVID is just kind of doing its thing. And who's to say that who's to say that <laughs> we even have thing. listen, who's to say we even have a nationals? Yeah. I'm gonna be 100 with you. For but real. it's 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 awesome as a competitor, like we talked about, to be able to train again and not work out. So I mean, you know, if 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 it's there, if 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 uh <laughs> if Daytona's there and standing and, and COVID COVID friendly when we, you know, when we get there, you know, cool. If not, then you know what? I have a dope garage with all the weights I need and I'll just keep doing my thing. You know, maybe I'll come out looking like Russ bodybuilding up. I don't know. Two I, parts I'm, life, two parts yeah, life. Man, two parts life. But yeah, dude, I, um, but that's really, you know, kind of what we got going on uh, again with Canada, you know, hopefully, you know, you guys figure something out. Um, even, even better. Hopefully, you know, you guys are able to feel the team and we're able to feel the team and, and hopefully we're, we're both successful and, Hopefully we can finally, you know, meet up in Africa and, and, and have a good time. Because um, I just, man, I, I really want to do a Masters World before it's all over with. I just want to do, I got to do one. I got to do one at least. Um, yeah. We'll see. Same. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. All we'll right. See. So let's get to the, let's get to the meat of things, man. Um, we talked about your Rushmore before. Um, has has your Rushmore changed uh, since the last time we spoke? As has there been any additions, any subtractions? Uh, is there is there a listen? Uh, I, I'll be honest, Amanda. She 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 hit me with the okie doke. She gave me an old school and a new school of uh, Rushmore. Um, and or, or and I feel bad saying old school, new school, but it is what it is. She had one that kind of hovered in between. Um, Who's that? Her, Let's hear. Okay, so her old school was Ray Jen. Taylor and Kim, 
right? And I mean, they're still current, but that's current. She's a young. She started in 2016. I know. That's the thing. That's this one. When I hear, when I heard old school, new school Rushmore, I'm like, that ain't Rushmore, and that's a that's a very young thing to to yeah. But I mean, but they, but then that's the same generation. They, they, everyone's the goat to them. So you know, yeah, yeah. There's that. So then, um, and then the new school. She has Ashton, um, uh, Jess, oh Jess, uh, from uh from Canada, and then uh, uh, is it Leah? Uh, from um, Avoir, yeah, yeah, yep, France, yep. And then uh, here's her new school uh, fourth, John Hack. I was like, John Hack, John Hack been around longer than, <laughs> but hey, you know what? John Hack, John Hack is a tweener, but I mean, John, man, it's honestly you could, I don't know, John Hack could have been one of the OGs, but I mean, it is what it is. I, but I, I get it. You know what I mean, like. Like sure. John Hack, John Hack putting up insane, the like, crazy Superman numbers. That's definitely new school. So yeah. he's always put up crazy numbers. But you know what I'm saying? John Hack knocking on 600 pounds benches. Nah, bro. That's that's new school. So I get, I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah. So I just like you know, what I mean, I mean. So like, yeah. Do you have a? We can do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. So that we'll we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make it fair. You know, an OG old school. Uh, Rushmore and a new school. So, give me, his, give me, give me your four from old school. Do you want to go new school first or old school? Which one you want his, to go first? Here's his, his what I'm going to do to main to maintain integrity of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm going to. He's going to save it. No, he's no, here's what. Yeah, I'm going to save it all. I'm going to save. I'm going to John McLean it. He's going to save it. John McLean it. I just got the call. I'm going to help us out here. So here it is. Um. I'll give you the Rushmore and then I'll give you some young guns that are capable of before all said and done making it on Rushmore, but you don't make it on Rushmore for potential. You don't make it on Rushmore when you won once. That ain't the way it goes, kid. It ain't the way it goes, kid. Right? Talk That's it. I'm gonna talk get. It. We're gonna we're gonna put a talk. Talk it. This, talk this, it. This isn't how it works. Oh it, my it's, gosh! You earn earned. He right? said he he said body of work, ladies and gentlemen. Body of work. Body That's of work right. has to happen. That's right. So I would say in terms of Rushmore, here's, here's what else I will do. I'm going to stick with what uh, I know most. And I'm going to say in the classic division. Um, so, so for anyone else who's listening, that's raw division. And we're going to say when, when the IPF first went raw. Okay. okay. So I'm not going to go back to the old school, early nineties um, and, and, and put the, like Joe Piscopo in, and, uh, oh, you know, you're about Cohen. to, you're about to put the, the gold, if those you, golden gods, you know, yeah, Kirk, I get you. Kirk, Captain Kirk, like it's, it's, it's really, those are so very much say different two, worlds. 2000, from 2012 to present day is what you there you say. There you go. There okay, you go. Cool. I think it's a little easier because then we're a little more fair because you're, those guys were like, they were, I don't even yeah. know if they're tested, but it was a fucking whole nother. It's a fucking different deal. I don't know if they were <laughs> tested. I know in 2013 we got tested, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Those fellows were openly. Yeah, Those fellas okay. were openly gassed up, so it is. <laughs> so, so I'm not gonna comp- I'm not gonna compare. It's not fair. Okay. So, anyways, um, here's 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 my Rushmore. One hundred percent, the best dynasty we have seen. This lady has never lost a U.S. Raw Nationals or an IPF World Championships in any list that does not include her name. Is not a list not you a should list. even look at. Say it. You better Kimberly say it. Kimberly Walford. You gotta say it. Kimberly, you gotta say it. 
And, and if she ain't on your list, I don't need to keep going First on. First of all, list. if she ain't on your list, you don't need a list. Yeah, you don't need a list. You shouldn't have been it. in the conversation. No, nah, you don't. But you. First of all, if she ain't on your list, I, I, it's on me that I, that I put you on this podcast. So that's on <laughs> me. That's on me. Put me on black. That's on me. Put me on black. That's on me. Okay. So Kimberly Walford. Kim Walford, for sure. Um, okay. Now I'm going to flip over to the men's side for a second here. When you're talking dynasties, and 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 look, at we haven't been work. around. Uh, you you got to put in those fucking numbers. You got to do it. My man has put five world championships together and has appeared on ESPN. Not only did he win five world championships, uh -huh. but brought the sport itself into the mainstream on ESPN Absolutely. when he squatted a thousand pounds. I wrote it before you finished. What are you talking oh, about? There we go. There we go. What are we talking about? <laughs> We're what talking are we talking about? We're talking about Ray Williams here. We're Ray, talking about the King Ray. Williams. We're That's talking right. about Ray Williams. So John so Coffee. <laughs> so there we go. Now for 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 my uh, a third on there. I'm gonna flip back over to the women's side again for okay. a minute. This lady has uh, not only won a, a dynasty at the U.S. Raw Nationals oh, in, in, in a class that's, um, you know, a very competitive class worldwide always. Also, always. at the World Championships, had a massive comeback in her 40s when everybody said, this is an He's injury done. you will never come back from. You will yes, never come man. back from this injury. She came back and had to slay demons in the 63 kilo class like Sam Calhoun. Ooh. On top of that, do not let me mention how many world titles she got in the bench only. Okay. Uh, it, it, her resume for world championships in three lift and bench only, nationals three lift and bench only, the record she's done, it, she's hit, she basically did with the bench press what Ray Williams did with the squat. Absolutely. Broken over. Good luck chasing it. And it's Jen Thompson. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, so now we have three for four. And those are some, hey, hey, those are some it. indisputable resumes, not potential, not based oh. off potential, not based off of my hopes. That is, show me the numbers, who has more titles than them. Indisputable, it's dynasty's talk right now. Absolutely. We got one more spot, don't we, love? Yeah. One more spot, man. Let me give a, let me. Get your mind right. Get your mind get right. Get my mind. Get my mind right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, just perusing through. Look, at, I know. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. Let me just say why a couple people aren't gonna make this last spot. Fedoshenko doesn't make it. Why? Um, the amount of people he popped hot once. Yeah. Uh, but also the amount of people who lift weights walking around his size, the depth of competition is not there. So he didn't have to beat the depth of competition yep. that other people had to beat. That if you're in an outlier weight class, let me just say this. If you're in an outlier weight class where I think the depth of competition for your weight class hasn't been that great, right. I'm going to have to exclude you based off that. Right. This last one's tough because now we're down to. So then if you're looking at 66, Nobody has the resume. You have multiple winners like Gladkick. You got you got a uh, Apoko. You, you got multiple time yeah, winners, but yeah. but not 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 um not Kimberly Jen Ray. It's no. So no. those are phenomenal, but not yet. Seventy four, same deal. Back to back for my man Taylor. Multiple for worlds. Multiple in U.S. Right, nationals. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going through just to let people know why. Because yeah. uh, some people don't know. I and, think and it, I have an idea who it could be. Yeah, it's tough. This one's tough, though. This one's this one. This one, honestly, I could be you could bend my arm, but um, I'll keep going through. 
And, and you tell me, you tell me if, if I say something, you're like, well, let's talk about this one for a second. So that's why not Taylor yet. Um, if Taylor gets a couple, because Taylor's resume back-to-back worlds isn't Kimberly or Ray's five, yeah. six, isn't Jen's like fucking 15. You got to have, that. it's not that. In my opinion, you, if you, you got to have at least, at least three or four. At least, you you got to be up there, man. You got to be up there. You got to be, it's got to be to where you, you, you're, you're either right here getting ready to go here or you're right here getting ready to go here. It's got to be ready to leap to the go the other hand. Um, so Having said that, okay, so so that's 74. I'm just going through the weight classes real quick. So that's 74. Um, and then back then before that and whatnot, like, no, those fellas aren't going to do yeah. it. And they're, they're phenomenal. 83. Now, Russell's only won one. He's not there yet. And Russell could, uh, uh, you know, in terms of potential, end up on Mount Rushmore. Sure, but we're, yeah, it's early. It's too early. It is too early. Absolutely. We do have our boy Brett. Brett has... Brett has won as a junior. He's won in the open multiple times. He's the first 83 to cross the 10 time body yeah, weight. weight part, yeah. So if we're going to just, let's discuss the fourth person together. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do a cooperative collaborative okay. effort for the fourth. Let's put Brett in the combo. Cause he's won multiple times. He's lost, come back and then won again. He will put him in a conversation, but um, admittedly his resume is not Kimberly Ray or Jess. Yeah. It's impactful, um, let's, but it's not. It's not. Modular. It's not. It's not going to be. It's not that. Okay. Um, he was always vulnerable. He always yeah. had high competition, but he's always, always. vulnerable. Um, let's go to ninety-three. Mister Deadlift Kristoff Versbecki. He had multiple wins, three or four world championships as yeah. ninety-three. Um, yeah, it was early days. Yeah. And he also moved up to one hundred five in one in the one hundred fives as well. One hundred five. I would say Christoph Versbecki actually would nudge Brett based off of two division world champion, multiple titles. And when he was 93, he actually had the aura that you, you know, one was beating him. I mean, when, when Lane went to face him and Lane came in silver, he was like, I knew I wasn't going to get gold overall. So I was fighting for a gold and squat record, but it was almost conceded. Very few times is that going to happen. So let's now let's take off Brett and let's put Versbecki is now the temporary. But let's keep moving, though. That's for the 93. 105. Who's been the most dominant forces? I mean, it's Versbecki came here. Here it is. You had guys already in the 105. Versbecki comes up from 93 and takes it, which is very impactful, which means, I mean, all of a sudden he jumps to the head of the line. Since then, we had Bryce, but Bryce also lost to Versbecki. And Bryce's resume doesn't have the world titles Versbecki does and not a world double. So, again, we're going to that's we have. Well, no, did he win twice? No, Eli Burks did. Yeah, Eli Burks two, won twice. Two won't. If if you're thinking Eli, but two won't beat Vergebecki's resume. He's won. But but I will add this. Not saying that he beats, but I will say this. Eli Burks okay. is also a 105 world champion and strongman. Uh, that's good. Hey, listen, that's, listen. That's huge, man. Listen, these honorable mentions are. That's why I want to go. But but uh, I mean, I, I guess IPF wise, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't nudge him. It doesn't nudge him off the throne no. yet. So he's in the conversation. Yes. Hey, listen, if any of these people we're talking about, if you're in the conversation, that's fucking huge because we're talking Absolutely. about the all-time greats. Okay, so let's move it along then. Past 105, we still have Vergebecki in lead. Um, yeah. for everyone else below him. Now and let's go to 120. 120. Listen, what were we talking about earlier? Talk about the gentleman. Let's Dennis talk about the, the gentleman. The Dennis, the, the menace the Dennis, of the, the 120s. Menace. Let me let me tell you, when he misses a Worlds, 
it's like it's like it's like uh, I, when Mike Tyson went to prison, it, there was a shadow over the division where it's like, fuck. But everyone brings up his name, and he's like the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's. You can't uh, say his name three times, or he will appear. I, he will appear, my friend, and he does jujitsu. Okay, I say jujitsu with a Brazilian accent. He does because that's Man. that's frightening. I think like I just. At 120, there's Dennis, and then there's everybody else. Yeah. But let's bring up – do you mind pulling up his resume? I just want to confirm. I know he won in Belarus. Mm-hmm. I know – did he win 2016? I don't – I think – I don't know. Let me pull it up real quick. I think he – I think he's a two-time world champion as well. I'm pretty it becomes, sure. I know he broke all the records. He's done things like uh, – like he – he out-totaled, and this happens very rarely, he out-totaled Ray at U.S. Nationals as a 120. I mean, he's, he's got feathers in his cap. Uh-huh. Does it nudge out Verzbecki in terms of world titles and, and no, competition he doesn't. space? Yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, you know what? We don't even have to pull up his resume. I, I If you think about that way, he has he doesn't have as many world championships as and, and not off. only that, and not only that, if you want to talk about um, class of people he beat, he's beaten tough guys. But Verge Becky, when he went into the 105s, had like Bryce Lewis and like he had a murderer's row. It was, it was the battle of the 105s. It was probably one of the most heavily hyped um, divisions that wa- that we watched that year was the battle of the 105s. Oh, well, and, without and a doubt. One. So Verge Becky still. Now we move up to heavyweight and we already took Ray. Now, if we look at the women's side, is there anybody that can nudge Verge Becky? Because that's the only one I think that's being nudged is the fourth that can, spot. That can nudge him nudge on Verge the Becky. side? Besides the women we already said, because we already said There's Kimberly. There's only one. Who, who's who's popping? Oh, oh, Bonica. That's it. There's only one. Bonica. And that's the one where – so here, here's where I'm going to – here's where I'm caught. Bonica has been dominant – um, we're again, we're not looking at like she for for just for the s- sake of mentioning, but she, we're only looking at classic to make it simpler. Mm-hmm. But Monica is a triple crown champion where she won world's classic, world's equipped, and then also the world games. Monica mm-hmm. is a goat, but we're we're taking away just for the simplicity of it, we're taking away equipped because if we didn't, I Olek from the 74 kilo was a 19 championships in a row like it's a totally different right list. so let's 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 take away a quick okay is bonica's depth of competition like what verse becky had to face at 105 and 93 that's where you got to start i don't know in terms of in terms of here it's like the fetishenko in terms of the top athletes that have depth of competition walking around and then entering powerlifting is it up at the um, 84 plus women's or the 93, 105 men's, what is probably tougher to win in terms of the field of oh, the competition? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And that's, 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 that's the, so that hard for me to just look past. How many wins has she got? She's, she's got a lot. She's got a lot. Do you more know than you, the, more than any of the guys we've mentioned? And uh, more than Ray, five more than Rowan Ray. I don't know that she has more than, I mean, as far as overall world championships. Yeah. But I mean, she's got more than five world championships. I mean, well, if we're just doing if we're doing raw, I don't think so. But if we're doing yeah, you know, let's just do raw because it makes it easier. Because then, um, if we open up to equipped, I'm I'm putting on Oleg uh, from yeah. Poland who did 19, and then yeah. there's a guy from Japan who did like 20. Like our let's let's simple simplify because we'll Man. we'll be here all day if we don't. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, um, 
I'm a boxing MMA fan in yeah. terms of sports. And whenever you talk about eras, the reason why Ali is the greatest, where some guys were champions longer, because Joe Lewis was champion for 25 successful defenses of his title, 12 years, because um, Muhammad Ali faced the greatest opposition and the greatest class of heavyweights we've ever seen in the 70s and 60s. Absolutely. So like Joe Frazier, George Foreman, they were so good. Foreman was a champion in the 70s, came back 20 years later, was a champion again. That's how good the guys he had to beat. So that's why Ali beats people with more titles. Quality of opposition matters. Um, right. And so we'll say they're all good quality, but was there someone who tipped over? I don't know if Bonica was ever in a showdown like Verzbecki was in the 105s. Has Bonica ever been in a showdown where we're like, oh my God, this is insane. The talent through one through number five. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's never been that. Same with Fedov Shankle. That's what, look at, if we're talking numbers, Fedoshenko bumps them all. In terms of numbers, Fedoshenko. But in terms of quality of op opposition, I'm going to say uh, Verzbecki. And that's my controversial last pick. You tell me what you uh, think. I... So She's your girl. I can't That's your girl. That's your girl. There, I, 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 I mean, oh man. Listen and listen. Wait a minute. Let me. Okay. I, I'm. I'm now. I'm just. I'm. I'm digging through crates now. Of course, you know me. I'm okay. because. Mm, see, they just. There's not enough data. Just like I wish they just had a list of champions. Uh, because. Is there anybody we're forgetting? I don't think we left someone out. We might have. This is off the top of my head. I'm not, you know, there's always like, uh, like it's off the top of my head. I went weight yeah. class through weight class off the top of my head, the champions with with more than one title and, and why. But um, but I but honestly, when when it's close, I want quality of opposition and how many massive showdowns were like look at Verzbecki had to beat like world champions to take his title. I just I oh man, it's because my my pick, oh man, that my man, mine is. I, I'm 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 a little tied up because I, I, I was thinking of impact, of course, because I have. I have three people, and I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to get the facts. Who else you bring in? Who else you bring in? There must be some people I'm missing then. No, it's well because I'm thinking. Do you? Because we think of competition, we think of of just man. You got to win. Look at you need. Yeah, to that's win. the thing. Having to you need win. to win. You but, have to win, and there better be big wins. It, so either world titles. And it's, it's and if hard. It, it's hard because that's that's why Dan Marino will never be considered the greatest quarterback to ever do it, even though he had hella yards, but he never won a championship. It's a little different because it's a team sport. His team yeah. can let him down, so that's what makes it tougher. Yeah. This is not a team sport. No one let you down but yourself. So you, there's no excuses about the team. Because oh, in sports, man. people are like, well, he didn't have a team around him. That's different. Not the case here. Not the case here. Tell me wins, and then if the wins are close, tell me the quality of opposition in your wins. That's all I, That's all we got. Oh, that's all we man. got. Doggy, I'm making my pick, and I'm saying, Verzbecki, you have my Mount Rushmore. Now let me hear what you're saying because you seem on the fence. You seem, you seem tied. And I don't blame you. Let me tell you something. I bumped. Brett's my man. Dennis Corley's my man. Monica is, is a sweetheart as well. These are, this isn't like, they are all-time greats. But if you're making me pick only the top four, you, you got it. You got my top four. And that's tough, bro. And it's controversial. Some of them are controversial. Some of them, when we got to number four, when we got to number four, it was tough for me. One, two, three is not tough for me. Oh, yeah. One, two, three is not um, tough. Um, 
man, I let me see. And if, if and this is IPF, I'm not doing untested because yeah. we're going to be here all day. I don't even know how to compare IPF. If you make a Mount Rushmore with both untested and tested, how do you compare them? Yeah, it's fucking tough. Just for simplicity, I man, it's hard because she never daggum it. It's just that's the hard one. Because I'm looking at here's one, Monica. Man, the, the depth between one to five that Versbecki beat and the depth, like the drop off after yeah. Monica some years was like one or two other people and then a huge drop off or like, you know, it's it's got to be. It's yeah, got to be, be significant. And I'm looking one. Oh, man. And there's not a lot of women walking around in the 84 plus who are at that level in terms of in terms of making it. Um, like Virg Becky in the 93s, you know how many people lift weights and end up being 205 pounds when you're a man? You have to be, all you have us. to be, all of you, you know how many people you have to, to rise to the top we of that talent pool? Class. What, to rise man. to the top of that talent pool, you have to beat out pretty much every guy who's ever touched a fucking weight because everybody floats around 205 and then move up and beat Bryce Lewis. It's uh, it's different than if you're in a weight class where there's far fewer women walking around 80, 84 plus who are actually shifting some major weight. There's far fewer, so it's the depth of competition isn't quite up there. Man, you know it, man. You I, know it. My yeah, yeah. I'm, you know I'm speaking dude, real. I am. Yeah, you're, you're speaking straight facts right now, and straight I am, facts, man. Oh, straight facts, my love. Gosh, I. And am, that doesn't mean. Look at that. Doesn't mean again. That's not shitting on nobody. She's an all-time great. Brett, all-time great. Uh, who else got bumped? Dennis. All time great. These are the greatest lifters of all time. They're in the top five, six, seven, eight, not top four. That's it, man. I need you. I need you to shoot me an answer because I give you mine. And well, I well, well, actually, <laughs> I'm looking over, at some of these. You, you got to talk about, yourself in and out of it. You talk yourself in and out of five well, people. What I did was just to, <laughs> to make sure because, like, I, I don't. I mean, I'm with you on on all of those. Oh. This is like barbershop talk. If if uh, if power, but, but but this these 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 margins of victory that I'm looking with Benika has, they're not as big as 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 I thought they were at the time. It just looked. You mean maybe because she missed some? Maybe well, but, some of them too. She just did what she had to in her third. Yeah, because um, oh man, I want it, but she just hasn't won a a lot enough. Because I, I honestly, I feel like in terms of impact and what, what as far as I'm concerned, what she's done just with ushering women's powerlifting into a, a different era, I feel like Anna, um, Anna Cassian, I feel like she's... She has, oh, yeah. Two, two, two division world champion did it at two yeah. different worlds. And hey, do the 72s sound... And not only that, the year that she didn't win, this 2019, she then broke the world record... And ended up being in the number one pole position. It's not just wins yeah. in comp, which is yeah, I like world titles more. But yeah. she's still she's won the world title, moved up in weight class, yep. won the world titles in '84, moved mm -hmm. back down, took the world record. And uh, oh yeah, yeah man, I, I, I'm not I wouldn't bump versus Becky for her, but she, that, that's, uh, what yeah. that's what I'm saying. Man, that's 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 one of mine. And then my wild card, you're going to I listen. It's hard for me to say this, but I will say it. Because I mean, this is what it is in terms of absolute dominance. I mean, if we're going raw, if we're just going raw three lift, I will give it uh, was Bicky, but 
I mean, Dennis Sierra, man. Who? Dennis Sierra. Oh yeah, but this well, let's do three. Like, like, I'm just I'm just saying in terms of just absolute dominance. Yeah. There's just I'm, there's no one that there's there's literally no one that's beat this man, self included. Right. I, I would put. I know so, I mentioned Jen. I know I mentioned Jen Thompson's yeah. record. She makes the list even if she never yeah. did a killing in her life. You know what? But, but this um, is your Rushmore. So yeah, I. You know right, what? Right, what am right. I talking about? So Christoph, right. my man. You know what? He made it. So there you go. There's my Mount Rushmore. And that that's, is. That's not based off of yeah. social media. Out of this is. I'm. I was just going off titles and quality of opposition, so you understand where I'm coming yeah. from. Yeah. Terms the of young only, guns. My only if if I had my personal one. Like the only change that I would have made straight up, no joke, would have been my number four would have been Gino. That's it. Just Gino, I, the I, bouncer. Yeah. Like oh I mean, my lord. I know. I know. It's, it sounds weird, oh man. My but lord. like I, to this point, you know, um, up until recently, I don't. I don't even. You know, I didn't think of 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 like that. That live experience without hearing Gino's voice, um, you know, and I always feel like, just like the buffers are are, are the are the voice, you know, what I mean that you recognize immediately, you know, at a at a live event if you were ever to go to a boxing and or an MMA event, I always felt that way when when I heard Gino's voice. Oh shit, we're here now. Um, I just I don't know. There's there's something about, you know. What I remember of 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 world powerlifting at the world class level, you know, you know, prior to like the you know us having our our, our you know bigger productions and being able to be seen a lot more with live stream and everything, and you know the the first two or three years, and then present day the way it is now, and I just feel like Gino is such a such a prevalent part of that, just in terms of just like. You know, he's just this madman, just, you know, but for us, I, you know, everybody has their thing. I always, always feel like regardless of, of maybe where the standing is now, I always felt like he was ours. Like he, you know, like he's different. Has he, a, yeah. He was, yeah, different. He, he was, he was ours, but, but he wasn't so off the wall. There was like, oh, these, these people are a joke. Like, you know, the guy lifted the guy, you know, loves to lift. He loves the sport. He loves the people. And I always felt like he's ours. Just like, Boxing can claim, you know, Bruce Buffer, that he's ours. And, you know, uh, Michael Buffer can be claimed by MMA. Hey, he's ours. Like, I just feel like Gino was ours, you know. And then, you know, you take it to the, you know, the commentary side, say the same thing with you. Like, you know what? I know that it's now. I know it's an official event when, when your voice is, is on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you guys are ours. You know, but before the live stream was popping, before like, all, all you had was, you could make it to a live event and you would hear this dude going nuts for every single lifter when it was world record time. Bars loaded, 666 market beats. Like, that, you know, I, I don't know why, but I mean, for me, man, it's. No, just, I get it. I it get always, it. you know, but, you know, more so now than, 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 than ever, man. Like, you know, you go to a world championship. I mean, you may not hear Gino, but like, you, you know, a lot of that, it's just, you know, a lot of the rules, the announcing rules, those are Gino rules now. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you don't do that. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, just like there's, you know, uh, hack a shack rules. Just like there's, there's rules like that somebody had to do it in order for it to be made. You know, like, I just, I don't know. For me, he, he's, he, he'll forever be on my, 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 my IPF. Um, 
Mount Rushmore list because of the impact that he made, um, you know, as an announcer and really making those events feel like, you know, wow, we're at somewhere, we're somewhere important. Like I always felt, I felt important when he said my name, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, in, 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 in a sport where not a lot, you got to be in the sport to know the sport. It always feels, it always feels good to feel important in a sport that, you know, the only people that know who this, what the sport is are the people that are in it. But, um, but yeah, man, there's no, there's absolutely, there's, there's no, I mean, just with, with the way you broke it down, literally weight class by weight class, there's no way you can bump Kristoff off of there. And tough. honestly, that really, that makes, that's some goat type shit because he doesn't even do IPF anymore. Well, for now, I mean, he's still young enough. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, you could be strong in powerlifting until in your forties. And I think Already. he's still like, he's like. 30 so i mean yeah man people so come I, and go dennis left and came back like who yeah, knows man. But, uh, so i just I, we'll I, I, I i'm excited man like you know i i feel like you know these these next two or three world championships are going to be historical man i you know i I don't know, man. I hope, man. I hope because because I hope it's not reduced. And if it is reduced, hopefully it's all killer, no filler. We'll see. We'll see. I will see, man. All right. So we got that out of the way. Now we got the good stuff, man. We got the good stuff. All right. So everybody What's knows. Good? Everybody knows on the podcast, uh, you guys. It's, it's going on. Uh, sorry, I don't. You know what? You're gonna listen to it anyway, so don't even don't act like you're not gonna listen to it all. Um, <laughs> So everyone knows on the podcast that we do things, man, we always end it, you know what I mean, with with the song or the chant or the rap or what have you. Gun to your head in the alley. I always ask, you know, could you make it out of that alley alive if you sang a song word for word or rapped a song word for word and did a chant word for word? Usually everyone says yes, right? Normally they say yes, like, I got you, whatever. And then, you know what, the mic's theirs. Sometimes they, they do their thing, they kill it. Sometimes they freeze up. So for those of the people that freeze up, I offer them a whole different opportunity in order to have their broadcast uh, broadcast. I actually give them a chance to do it off air, record it, send it to me, and then I post it. But the only way is it has to be on point. Six pack beat me to it all together. Okay. Of course. It, well, it, here's, it, here's the it, thing. I'll, I'll, like, it, Cause last time we did it and I did it, uh, I did it straight up like on the stream, but yeah. Um, I wanted to not just do like 50 seconds or whatever. Did you did you do you did Tupac, right? Did no, you? no, I didn't. I did uh I did a belly freestyle. So here's what it is. No, last time was Tupac, yes. You did Tupac yeah. last time, yeah, yeah. But here it is. I didn't want to um I wanted to up the quality a second here. Okay. I didn't want just on the mic like this over a beat, and you could because last time you could the beats in the background, but you could hear it through the mic. Right. I wanted an actual song. I mean, a recorded song with the volume checked and right. uh, no lag time, no buffers, no nothing. And um, call me a bit of a perfectionist. I did it last time with the normal freestyle. Oh, my quality. It's quality. All, all, but quality. Yeah, did it before, but now I want to raise it up a level to show what it could sound like if I actually got a beat and can check my levels. Now, I don't got a mixing board or whatever, right. but but I wanted a, 
I want to up the game a little. Got to up the anyone, game. Listen, and if you come on a podcast, especially when you come multiple times, there's no that's what it is going backwards. You got to raise the game every single time. I, I mean, don't. We raise the bar yeah. and everything else. We got to raise the bar with the quality. I, I'm literally with it. I'm with pun you. intended. Um, because you okay, so you got the first the first season, the second season come back. I don't know what I'm going to do next time I'm back, and I got to do full video. I got a video shoot. I got a budget to deal with. But oh, we, we <laughs> dog, y'all just y'all wait till you see the video that I made uh for uh, for Amanda. <laughs> I, I made a full straight karaoke style video. I don't even have oh, no lovely. shame. Yeah, man. So yeah, but, uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited about so, this. So 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 I put this one together, and uh, yeah, it is what it is. So do you do you have it? Are you going to play it on your end? Actually, you can play it on your end because I'm pretty sure I gave you uh, share capability, so you I should share be able to share ca- sound and everything. Okay. Yeah, you should be able. Let to. me let me pull it up then. Let me uh, find this thing here. Oh, this I'm excited about this. So yeah, while he's pulling it up, I'm gonna make sure. Okay, so you couldn't hear that right there, right? I have to, one sec here, sir. I just got to share my audio. Perfect. <laughs> and I don't know if you heard the belly freestyle, but it, uh, Doggy, the, the lyrics are going to... Get hit home. They're gonna hit home. <laughs> Yeah, 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 they're gonna fucking hit home. I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna take off my video so it does, I'm not watching. You don't see me watching your reaction, which I think might be a little socially awkward. Because <laughs> I'm not rapping. <laughs> I'm watching your reaction. You're gonna be feel on the on, on the on the spot here. All right, sir, so you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Thumbs up if you can hear it. It's been a hot minute since I did one of these. Yeah. Probably last time I was on this show. Let's give it another go. Oh, they shooting. Look at I don't want to bring it back to six pack of 18, 19, 20. Let's keep that young man repressed. He was a different dude and you never met him. Let's keep it that way. But I'm going to rip it from the chest here. So let's see what we find. Couple immigrants with guns and they Deodorus. Catching bodies is a product of the diaspora. Too blind to see a horror. Too blind to feel an aura. I need a love like John and Annie had before. Violated, they might kill you for it. You don't want that kind of smoke. I feel like Jesse Norris. My spirit Jesse is Norris, let's go! I'm popping orange pills in the hills with Lauren. Warning, I don't need to get my palm red. To know I'm about to smack rappers until my palm red. Baguettes and your Rolex, homie, that's long red. I think they got me on the wrong meds. That's when we all said we were dying just to make a living. Until we came back and made a killing. But that's all connected. Hero villain, it's all perspective. When trigger happy police killers, they so selective. When your skin in origin begins to be the death wish. And they get out by morning, the time they eat their breakfast. Locked up, you call collect, come home, you call collections. Ironically, the shit is called corrections. I stand corrected, it's all deceptions like your false elections. Feeling lost like I'm misdirections, must be the misdirection. See, I can send this in the text, you wouldn't get the message. You probably wouldn't say shit until I interjected. I'm popping X's to forgive my X's. More molly for the melancholy Four beans at the same time like edamame I'm never sorry, I'm writing my forever story My boy never called me The last time that we spoke He said, tell a federal they will never find me I used to dream of me backs and never roll shoddy These memories send tears through my whole body <laughs> Six up, six up, man, where did that come from? 
<laughs> I feel like Justin Credible right now. <laughs> Man, you come on the LS show, you better bring it next time. If you're coming, if you want a haul ass six pack, you better bring your best song, spit your best bars, sing your best song. People gonna have to. All right, can you hear me? Radio with the Jesse Norris. I was like, "What? Did he just say Jesse Norris?" (laughs) I also said John and Andy real quick. Yeah, man, that is dope, man. (laughs) I went in. I went in. What I what I'm gonna do for sure, man, because uh, I I have a link to the Belly Freestyle also. So what you guys are gonna do? You literally going to get a chance. Um, well, well, you'll be able to hear it, but um. So for, for those of you that actually want the audio, um, I'm going to actually I'm have the audio as a separate track altogether on my SoundCloud. So you can go to SoundCloud. You can listen to it as many times as you want, or you can download it. I'll, I'll even give you download capability. Matter of fact, no, no, I might not even give you download capability. You have to pay them for that. But, um, but, but what I'll do is I'll do that. And what I'll also do is um, um, on the YouTube, probably on all the links, I'll, I'll link the uh, actual belly freestyle from LA link LA leakers. Uh, so you guys can see uh, that uh, the six pack is holding his own. That, bro, that was dope. Can tell you, you right now, man, you gotta, oh man. Now you got, listen, everyone else that comes up. Oh, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like uh freaking, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like just incredible right now. If, if, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're coming, if you're coming on the show, all right. You have to have two things. One, you have to have some type of earphones or whatever just to make sure the audio's all right. And number two, you got to have a song. But now the bar is being set higher. Every year we do a little bit better. We do a little, a little bit bigger. Now we got to do the songs a little bit doper. Now, the, the cool thing is you're going to get to see this one before you get to see Amanda's because Amanda definitely did help step, step the game up. But anyone else that decides to come on, you got to be ready to rock. Come with it, man. If you don't come with it, come with honest, it. I, I have no problem holding your podcast hostage, <laughs> not releasing the link. I'll should ignite it. I don't care. I'll hold, I'll hold the rights to your podcast hostage until you I come with some heat. It don't should. even matter. Now that you know the bars been set, we got grown men getting That's into right. the studio dropping bars. Whoa. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I- so if, if you're not ready, you need to get ready. Everybody that signed up, here's the thing that sucks because there's people that signed up. You guys are already on schedule, so you know what's coming. <laughs> and you're gonna this the thing is, you're gonna man. You, you can probably gonna, this is going to be the first podcast that I because I have a bunch uh that are that literally pending that I was about to release. I'm about to release this bad boy within the next 48 hours, I feel, so that people can see. What's going on, number one? And number two, it's such a big chunk of media that you're going to have to break it up over a few days. I'm sure of that. But by the time you get to the end of this beautiful, beautiful podcast that has been between myself and Six Pack, you are going to get one of the dopest freestyles, probably the dopest freestyle we've had on here. This is the first freestyle that we've had on here. Thank you, Seth. So Thank I'm you, saying sir. you guys know, don't you can't come with that weak stuff. 
Like, you got to come ready to rock. If you don't come ready to rock, I'm telling you right now, I'm not. What's the point of me releasing your stuff? Here it, is, here it is. Um, if people come on and just want to have fun, cool. But it's yeah. almost like a casting call for anyone who's a lifter. You gotta obviously you gotta be like quality. You're not gonna have a quality, but you could actually cast and call like submissions. This could be a thing, man. This could yeah. be a LS where it's like, I'm taking submissions. You got skills, you're in a powerlifting community. Let me hear your shit. Send yeah. in it, send in an MP3, even if even if they're not. Um, uh, do oh, well this is what we're gonna Send do. I feel this, you know what Send we're gonna do. MP3s. This yeah. is what we're gonna do, y'all. I want you guys to listen. Um, and I might, I might, I might make a, a separate little piece. But what, what we'll probably end up doing, you know, what I mean, we might like, you know, what lifters with skills. We're gonna say lifter with skills. I yeah. don't care if you can rap. If you got dope rhymes, that's cool. If you can sing, whatever. Yeah. If you got some type of skill, you sit it in. You sit it, in, it in. You know kid. what I mean? I'll, I'll not only. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm gonna post it, whatever, whatever. I'll send the six pack. You know what I'm saying? We'll at least get I'll you post on. A, it. You'll, you'll, we'll at least get you on a story. You know yeah. what I mean? At least yeah, get yeah. you on a story. There's some people out there with some skill. I know of at least ten off the top of my head right now that I know have skill. You know, what we I mean? got quarter, we got quarter million followers in Kingless. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna back this. LS is gonna be the point, man. This is your thing, but um. If somebody listening, and we talked about dancing, if you could fuck, if you got an MP4, you send in, you could, you, you're a lifter, and oh. you raise your hand and be like, Doug, you want to see me break down some dancing? Hit it. If you can sing, you could rap, whatever. LS is a dude, we're bringing it to that. Because look, we're all in lockdown. We're all in lockdown. Is, we don't have competitions. Like this is Let's for the culture. Fun. This is for the, have, culture. for the culture. Let's bring and each other together. Let me be honest. I know half of you fools have TikToks. I think yeah. those whack TikTok dances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Just saying what I'm saying. That we, yeah. we sound like some 40 year olds right there. Wow, I don't know TikTok dances. But yeah, man, I but if, if if you got skill, man, send it my way. Yeah. We'll get you out there. We'll get you seen. It is what yeah, it is. And man, I mean, listen, yeah. at the end of the day, we're all we got. You know what I mean? Like we love each other's lifting. We we love each other's posts. You know what I mean? Let's love each other's other skills. Because we're more and, than and, lifters. We all know and, that. And, and, and listen, if we do it this way, it takes pressure off someone who's like a phenomenal lifter, great wants to come on and tell their story, but isn't a great singer, they're like, holy shit, um, I'm in over my head. It'll take a little pressure off, like, okay, have fun. But this other route where it's like, if you- You, you got it, got it? Yeah, if you, you got it, got it. You, you don't, you do, might not come, you, you know, just send, send it. Send, send that MP3 yeah, yeah, from listen, a LS. Y'all, listen, you don't have to be, you don't have to be on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't, yeah. Because you'll that's only like five, it, it, whoever many people in it, it, it's just open. If you make it open, dog, Anyone. who the fuck? I'll put it know. on King List. I'll tell people in King List, listen, my man LS is doing something. Um, yeah, contact them. And this is this is for the cultures, for the yeah, community. Man, it's for the culture. I, I would love there are people like Leah Babo who are phenomenal singers. And um, I would love for some people to step forward with some skills and talents that nobody's, it's the same thing as, it's, yeah. just, it's in the same vein as King of Lifts pushing forward talent and letting people get exposed. You'll be shocked. We're, we're going to get surprised by a couple of people that are low key and they keep, you. they keep it to themselves. Guys, I'm about to put y'all on something you probably never knew. I sing. My whole family sings. I'm not no. going to sing for you now. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm a preacher's kid. My whole family yeah. sings. My dad sings like an angel. My mom sings like an angel. My sister, oh my gosh. She can, oh my gosh, she can go. I can sing, man. I grew up in the church, man. I, you know, I'm, there are some people out there that have some hidden talent that, you know, what shouldn't be hidden. There's some people that can play some guitar. There's some people out there, you know what I mean, that that obviously they can dance. I mean, there's quite a few. Actually, uh, there's, there's, dude, there's, 
there's a few few people that I follow. Like they're taking dance classes and everything. And don't think I don't see some of you cats TikToks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, don't don't sit there and pretend like you know what you can you'll do it for TikTok likes, but you won't do it for the people that do the same thing. We all lift. That's right. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, let's listen. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. Power literally, <laughs> literally, the bar has been set. Oh. It literally has been set. You have no excuse. Yeah, we're all locked up. You know I mean it's not like we can go to the club. It's not like we can go to the bars and all that stuff. Listen, get in the room. Get your phone in front of you. Show Let's your go. talent. Send Let's it to your go. boy. Send it to Six Pack. We'll get Let's you go. seen. It just is what it is. So, hey, listen, we're like janky, janky promoters right now. We'll get that's you right. seen. We'll also make you sign a contract, but that's on the low low. Yeah, it's all good. If, if you get if you get discovered, <laughs> all I want well, is fifty percent. Hey, yo, that's it. That's a small fifty. That's it's a small fifty. 50. And I want right to your master. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? I got, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got mouths to feed. I don't know. I got two little dogs. They, they got to eat. But yeah, man, my, my dude, I'm not gonna lie, Ryan. I appreciate this. Um, you know, in my head, I'm like, oh, we'll knock out an hour. Will be good. An hour turned to two, two turned to three, like it does always, man. Um, obviously, people can can find you at, at, you know, at the King of Lifts. Um. Six pack Lapidat, obviously, guys. You already know, like how I do with all podcasts. I'm gonna put all his information up. Um, you guys are gonna get hella links, man, because we're we're actually adding a lot more links, a lot more information, a lot more ways to just to to, to be entertained. Um, the King of the Lifts, obviously, you can find that on all major platforms, all major platforms, even ones you didn't know that you could find. You can find That's on right. all major yeah, platforms. Um, let's make this let's make this a thing for real, for real. When you go, especially the King of Lifts, and, and you listen, it takes all of 15 seconds to do a comment. It all maybe do a like, maybe do a subscription, and or you know what, give them that five star rating. I mean, it, it's you, quality, sir. man. It, it's not hard. It's not hard. What else are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool. You listen, you can listen to Joe Rogan all you want, but Joe Rogan don't speak for us. That's right. Back peace for us. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, if any Rogan you going with, you going with Bro Rogan. <laughs> bro Rogan right. six back. That's right. But yeah, I like that. I like but, that. But, but my man, I, again, I appreciate you, you guys. Um, you can always, like I said, you can always find find my man hosting the King of Lifts. Um, I'll make sure I send you this audio if you want to use it yourself. Um, the biggest thing is lifters need to be supporting lifters. Lifters need to be uplifting lifters, man. And, and the only way we're going to push push this culture forward, man, is obviously we have to be positive. We have to be accepting. We have to be loving. And more than anything, man, we have to be encouraging, man. And 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 I'm, I'm telling you right now, you will find no other man that does it as much as Ryan Lapidat does, my man. I appreciate you. I love you for what you do. I love for you for who you stand for and what you've done, what you continue to do. Let's keep pushing this thing forward, man. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks, my man. Everything right back at you. Mutual. And whenever you want me, you got me, man. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. Have fun at the fight, bud. You too, man. All right, later, Keep in contact. See you. Hey, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Mainly subscribe. And then share it. Got it? Peace. What's up, people? LS here. I'm sitting thinking to myself, there's some people out there that want to get stronger. They want to work on the swag. They just want to feel better. I have that solution. <laughs> I'm messing. Listen, you can go to lsmcclain.com, my website, 
and you can get programming if you want to get stronger. You can go to my store and get swag. So you can get both of those things. Your self-esteem is going to go through the roof. All you got to do is go to lsmcclain.com. It literally has everything you need. I mean, I think I might even have a link to some dating websites. I'm not sure. I might be able to help you find the love of your life. Either way, go to lsmcclain.com. What has that? You know what? lsmcclain.com. Go there. Love you. Peace.